This is the X&C Podcast, your Xbox newscast, featuring Cold Eastwood and Gaz, hosting industry interviews and gaming talk live on YouTube every Monday night at 5 p.m. on the West Coast, 8 p.m. on the East Coast. For all of you listening around the world, X&C Podcast is available on demand on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Welcome to the show. Join the chat, hit the like button, and let's get into this week's topics with the Xbox Newscast. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What's going on? Happy New Year. It's 2023. And let us know if everything is working great. I'm here with Gaz, who's deer in the headlights. How you been, bro? How's it going this, this fine year we're in? Are we actually live? Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> um... Did not mean to do my auto tune is gone. Hi, everyone. Welcome to 2023. Everything is going wrong. Are we actually live? Because the stream isn't live for me. Oh, I'm looking at it live and you look super, super oh. handsome. Yeah. Oh, damn. Uh, I mean, there's been hi, all, kinds of, all kinds of problems. And, and if there's any weirdness with my mic, I don't know what to do about it, but hopefully it's good. I've got a whole new mic set up and uh, it's always going to be crazy. But this is episode 83. Of the XC podcast. I've been doing this for about, I don't know, almost two years, I guess. But we got a lot to talk about, guys. Mm-hmm. Well, tell Absolutely. tell everybody what you've been what you've been playing on the on the video uh, game machines. I'm back just playing single player games because it's fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. I, I completed Callisto Protocol uh earlier last week. A game that I think has been reviewed very harshly, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um well. I think community, unlike How High on Life, where I think there was a big disparity between the reviews and the public, I think Callisto Protocol people are like, mm, I didn't like it. But a few people did. And I just think um, it's a great game. I love that game. And the game ends beautifully. And I really think it's a good game with a lot of fundamental flaws in a lot of areas, but a really good game. And I hope uh, we get to see a sequel. So I'll be playing that. I've started Guardians of the Galaxy now. Um, <gasps> trying to play that. Yes. Yeah, so I'm going to play that. That's then I'll super play enjoyable. Uh, yeah, Clutcher Protocol's problems really were mostly in the first half of the game. A lot of the yeah. cheap crap. And then it kind of mellowed out a little bit toward the end. I enjoyed it. You finished it like two days before me. So Yeah. You should finish it now? You completed yeah, it? Yeah, I finished it like um, probably two days after you or maybe the next day. Yeah. Such a good game, isn't it? Yeah, 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 it's pretty good. I would recommend wait for it to go on at least one sale. Try and gr- try and get oh, it, okay. you know, $10 off or, or so and I think you're you'll be pretty good. Uh, that's a pretty cool game. <laughs> that's what I've been playing and I I I picked up the Fable games. Uh I've tried to play them over the years, but I picked up uh I started playing them yesterday, last night, and then woke up to this Fable news which we're going to talk about in just a second, but before New that way. I got to give a shout out to everybody who's here. You know, shout out to over 500 people who are just jumping in as Gaz and I are getting going. We've been super busy. It's been a crazy holiday season for those of you that celebrate Christmas or any other holiday season at the end of Christmas. And then a lot of people are celebrating 
New Year. So it's been crazy. I've been laying around. My sleep schedule's like been shifted like six hours into the future. And um, it's been crazy. But I want to give a shout out to the channel member Patreon and veterans who have been here supporting X&C and the, and the, and the channel. Um, before I say that, I'm at 150,000 subscribers, which um, people probably said, oh, one day you'll get to 100,000. I thought, nah, but really, truly thankful for everybody. Uh, shout out to Brian Harris, Mark well Bogwald, KY Bob. Thank you. Sasson Lupa, Jazzy Noop, Xbox, Ricky Fallon, Steven Smith, Maurice Baker, Ralph Wiggum, Manic Master, Matt Burns, William Lance, and Nano Polymyth. You haven't heard from Nano forever. Uh, Yodani Kazada, Robert Jackson, oh, yeah. North Star Killer. Is he here? Uh, no, I haven't heard from him. I'm going to put him in a choke gold. I haven't talked to him forever. Dante Moody, Betamax, Stark, CMF, Gas, Fox, Storyteller, Reek Havocs, Vault Line, Center, White, Devario 2, Blue, Pucci, Remix, V Simco, Assassin, who I talk to a lot, Raymond G, Dub, Larry Thatcher, Hargit Chani, every day, TK, Chillin, Raiden Blade, Cute Perspective, True 77, Gaz, Risk It for the Biscuit, Gaz, Wadani Cesado, Greg Loudon, Gaz, and CJ Ed, 93. Those are the great people. So I'll say gas a million times, <laughs> but no, seriously, thank you everybody for supporting the channel and keeping everything moving and keeping the, keeping the studio lights on, but we, we do appreciate it. You know, I got to give, um, a quick moment. Uh, I, I don't know where everybody is like as far as faith or w wishes and hopes, but, uh, do keep your thoughts out for our good friend, Hogue law, you know, Richard Hogue has been, uh, he's been on this show. Everybody loves him. When you see him, you just like, this guy's great. Super smart. He's going through some through some stuff medically, but hopefully he'll pull out um, a, a, a total miracle and, and do great. We, we don't know much, right, guys? Yeah, no. Um, shout out to Parison. Shout, shout out to Hogue. Um, that came as a shock to me. Um, and I think we, we well, I, I hope he recovers well. I don't know the details of it, but it seems really very serious. Um, so but he's a fighter. I've said it before. I said it on Game on Daily. I know it. I, uh, you know, you generally don't meet people. You you don't have there's a degree of, you know, like disconnect. Like you like you care, but you don't care that much. Mm -hmm. Um, but with him, I I don't um I care a lot. Uh, I'm surprised at how much I care. I mean, of course I care. I'm not a piece of crap, but with him, it stuck with yeah. me for the day, and it makes you think like, that's am I getting older, softer? What what's going on? But it it, it actually boils down to the fact that Hogue is one of the most just warm-hearted, really puts your time for you, really nice guy, incredibly knowledgeable, really smart. What is there not to like about a guy like that? So mm -hmm. I, I'm really kind of nervous about this situation, but optimistic as well, and I hope he comes back. Um, and just, yeah, man, like, just adds perspective. The guy had such a great 2022 as well, and he worked his ass off so he did. hard. He gained, like, some 90,000 subs uh, in the last half of 2022, and uh, we can't understate it, guys. Guy. Like, He's such a good guy. Such a good if, guy. It's like, God, here, God forbid anything goes wrong. My praise out to him and his wife yeah. as well. It's a bit heart-wrenching seeing her messages, just holding on to any kind of hope. And, you know, like life is short, man. We should take stock of that for ourselves. But shout out to Hope. Please do send his love. It does help. His wife has said it really makes a big difference to her if you send nice messages. Just hope, just remind her, because you know that you go into that dark zone on your own. You're there alone. These messages Sit, can sitting help. alone in a hospital. Yeah, with yeah, um, especially with the restrictions where you she might be the only one who can be there with nothing but her phone in her hand and being away from the room where her husband could be in at times. Uh, if you're on Twitter, she and a 
what I think is a coworker have given quite a few details about what they think's going on or what they've been told from medical professionals. But um, I'll just I'll just say this: we're all if you're here watching the show, we're all gaming fans, and you're in you live in a world, quite literally, right, guys, where you are connected to people that you love and that you care about yeah. that are connected through an internet connection because that's the way we are. That some of our best people yeah. that we care about are are separated by uh, binary information. So we do say that with, uh, with total conviction that we hope that everybody, yeah. uh, yeah. Does well. And, hope and to see what, the flight there, Hog. I'll see you at yeah. E3. You can witness me beat the crap out of Paris. <laughs> Lily. <laughs> What's wrong with this thing? Why yeah. is it not working? <laughs> it's made it squeaky for um, no so <laughs> I sabotaged your soundboard. Um, I, I forgot what I was going to say, but, uh, no, we do. We do appreciate it. We've seen some miracles in the community, but yeah, we hope we hear, I mean, I think some of the information we've heard has been sort of positive. So just keep an eye on that. People know who Hogue is. Um, let's before I got a couple of messages, Jose Linares. Thank you so much for the super says happy new year to all the X and C best podcast of 2023. Right now it's the only podcast in 2023. Because uh, we just, just finished, the, we just started the new year, I guess. Um, but yeah, Rand and Jez had their podcast yesterday, and, and then RDX will be tomorrow, and then Boom will have his show, and it just goes on and on. We've all been here doing the thing. Detective Seeds, well, thank you so much for the $20 super. He says, Hope you guys had a great holiday with family and friends. Much love, my brothers. Um, I had like four days of holiday uh, family time, so glad to be here with my other part of my family, Gaz from Game On Daily. Ha! Huh. Um, one more poochie says i'm not gonna lie i'm hoping xbox can get it together first party wise oh poochie just hold on bro everything's good we've got lots to talk about you know gaz and i for the past couple weeks were really negative and for good reason we think but we are like so pumped for 2023 like there's no way like they would have to literally like (laughs) have a hit the bed (laughs) (laughs) yeah like uh, the the head of the head of xbox have to grow like three heads and one would be evil and one would be a coke addict otherwise i think everything (laughs) was super good uh poochie says tired of waiting to see things relying on influencers to get us up hyped yes xbox needs to do that but guys let's talk about the hottest ticket item on the list right now this new fable information i think you should kick it off because some blame went to you. Tell us what's going on with Why Fable. What, what happened? Him dog. <laughs> Him dog. Okay. So eight months ago, I told you my source, completely legit, told you that there was some problem scoping the game because they had problems with the Forza Tech engine, just getting used to it. I've got the clips, got the exact clips on this show. That's all I said. That was eight months ago. Now, Jez Corden confirmed this two weeks ago or a week ago that he's also hearing that they had some issues with Forza Tech. Today, as I'm filming my source video, I'm just, my Twitter's blown up. I'm like, what's happened now? And then Tim Dog, being nice as he is, he kind of, because we had a party chat, chat. And I was like, Tim, bro, when I said it, you went on RDX to say, oh, Gaz, you shouldn't do that. I'm, I was like, F- you, Tim. Why did you trust Jez and not me when I said it? Because people thought, I'm like, I don't want to play the insider stuff. I also found out some stuff today about the industry. I'm not telling anyone because everyone who twists everything i say so i'm not going to say anything and i know some major stuff actually but i'll talk to you about it Cole. Send me not DM. about xbox Check yeah no DMs. i'll chat to you after the show you haven't we haven't chat but i do know but that's just between me and you okay. because the people in the industry will twist it and but today does. today in 4chan uh 
came out with this rumor, which I think is complete utter BS. That uh, Fable, what was it? Restarted, changed engine, and development is restarted. Maybe true. To me, it sounds like BS because, not because of my source. After I said that, by the way, eight months ago on your show, the source that told it to me was so mad at me. <laughs> and I, I, and I, I said, bro, bro, it can't come back to you. He's like, no, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, and it was the most horrible feeling because imagine someone loses their job over yes, that or reputational say. damage. And I did that because I blurted out in the heat of the moment on XNC. I'm never doing that again. I'm never doing that again. Uh, so and I just... I think it's a cheap way of building an audience. And I'm just like, nah, I'm not doing that. Unless, like, some people, Jeff Grubb rated, he can do it. Jess Gordon, he can do it. Fine. Um, but, but even then, I wouldn't do it. But this rumor to me sounds like nonsense. Ultimately, yes. my attitude is this. Like, 4chan. I mean, 4chan, of all places. There's but Re Reset issues, again. Reset again. Just say what the 4chan post said. Um, exclamation point wise. Like, what did it say? So 4chan came out and said that uh, the, what was it? They've moved engines to Unreal Engine 5. They're not working on Forza Tech anymore. Is that, because I've been out filming, bro. My Twitter's going right. blowing up because Tim tagged me in. Original source was Gaz. I'm like, wait, what? So they said the most current build of the Fable was deemed unplayable by most of the team. Basically starting from scratch in Unreal, the old Forza Tech version will never see the light of day. Maybe that's the case. Even if that's the case, ladies and gentlemen, Unreal Engine 5 is incredible. Also, who, what's more incredible than Unreal Engine 5? The people at Playground Games. Good. Fable is a ways away, in my opinion. You'll see that in a few years, at least three years. In my opinion, I'd love to be wrong. Hopefully I'm wrong. It's not based on any information, but in my opinion, it's years away. Ultimately... Yeah, I mean, the end of the post said, a great game. <laughs> the post has said they're restarting the game from scratch in Unreal Engine 5. Expect it quarter four, 2024. It's like, in two 2024? years? In, in two, two years? years? I didn't even know that. That's nonsense. No I way. I mean, yeah, they're, they're basically saying like anywhere from 20 to 24 months from now mm, after a, 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 a scratch. Yeah. I don't so, believe that at all. Um, so today. No, yeah, I mean, you were taking some heat for that, and uh, Tim Dog, who has what quite a following. What have I done? Why are you throwing me out well, of the Well, he said he was trying to say that you nice. broke this yeah. news first. I'm like, Gaz didn't say anything about them changing engines. Gaz, because your original, because you, you, it was here eight months ago on the show where you said they they're talking about the scope or possibly reducing some of the scope. You didn't say anything and about this other stuff. Engine problems. I said they had the words I used were. They have problems with Forza Tech. I've got mm -hmm. the receipts just there. I can search it. Even if but, you didn't know, they rightly should have some problems with Forza Tech. Like we said I mean, on the show might... a couple weeks ago, there. If you're more, if you have a team that has more experience on Unreal Engine, Unreal Engine, and then they have to work in Forza Tech, they're going to have some problems. But this is all. Some of this stuff is like behind the curtains, behind the scenes stuff that we're not supposed to even hear about. Let's let's see yeah. what Digital Foundry's Alex Battaglia said on reset era or 4chan about this he said quote well, Alex Metallis, time, yeah he spoke news? up he spoke up because this Ooh. news broke uh in if you're in the u.s this news broke uh middle of the day like around noon or so and alex digital foundry said this is not true from what i know i call shenanigans on this rumor he put it mm, good so i'm glad 
here's the other piece. There's a lot of uh, we could we could follow the breadcrumbs into the the nonsense of this four chance. Somebody. So what you have here, audience, and thank you for being here with us, is you have thank you. someone from Reset Era with the name anonymous, like half the people are on. No, I'm four chan. Sorry, I'm four chan. Four chan, man. I mean, you you see this all the time. All these people who are anonymous and they just like throw out clout because if it's negative for Xbox, people are bound to to believe it first, even the fans. So senior lead engineer at turn 10 is hiring positions for Playground and for Forza Motorsport. And he says, quote, I'm looking for, an, this is three months ago. I'm looking for an engineer to join me in the game security space to help ship and secure our Forza Tech titles, Forza Motorsport, and fable so i don't mm. know i don't know so uh sebastian uh Lewandowski, he says gaz with xbox's track record i wouldn't be shocked if it was true yes but what about playground's track record these guys have not had it a single l they delivered the best rated racer in two generations they have hit after hit in a sub-genre of racing games and it's incredible. They sold, sold well. They, they carried Xbox up in the top 90 metas. And if any studio deserves a benefit of the doubt, it's them. I mean, why would you why would you doubt them? Yes, it's a different genre. Good. I like that, that they're challenging themselves. The same way I like Arkin Austin doing Redfall after doing all these dishonored... Or Gorilla going trade. away from the first-person shooter and doing Horizon. Oh, Gorilla, yeah, yeah, exactly. It works out really well. If anyone's going to do... And I will say this, and I said this before on your show, Colt. Um, what did I say? Yeah, that this I reckon you said I'm naked again. Fable game. I'm naked again. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyway, ah, the fact that I can't use auto tune without sounding like a chipmunk annoys me. But I was gonna say, I like. In it. my opinion, and I hope. Well, uh, call me out if I'm wrong. But I think, and I love Fable One, Two, and Three. Play them like immediately. I love them. Although Peter Molyneux gassed up Fable 1 massively. It was still a classic game. Beautiful game. 2 also brilliant. 3 got a bit wacky and then after that went being. Fable under Playground Games will be the best Fable game you'll get. This is for the old school Fable fans. You know what Fable was like. We looked at those magazines. Peter Molyneux talked crap about cutting a tree. And when you grow up in the game, the tree won't grow or it will grow. And then we saw those magazines still, some of your oldies know, remember? Where the protagonist was hiding behind, well, not hiding. There was a backdrop and there was a mountain and a forest and it looked amazing. And I know, Colt, you've just recently started playing Fable. I was madly hyped for Fable because I was coming off the Zelda train. I was playing World of Warcraft as a game which you, if you played right now, you'd be addicted. Don't play it. Um, and I was thinking that kind of scale where... Like the World of Warcraft nerds will know, you know, you're walking through the barrens, go up north to Ashenvale, and it's massive. There's this persistent world. Whereas with Fable, it, it, it was like this linear track, little play zone, kind of small area, play zone, small area, play it is. zone. I noticed that. It's like yeah. uh, very narrow pathways over yeah. two small little fighting. Just but like it's, that. it's a very old. I'm playing, I've been messing around with the Fable games, and I'm playing Fable 3, and they. Run with FPS boost, so they run at sixty. Um, they feel all right, but I, I when you talk about Peter Molyneux, like I, I wasn't, I wasn't keyed in all that stuff back in that day. So, so. Peter Molyneux, do, do you, uh, just to very summarize the people in the chat who may not know this, Fable when it came out, Peter Molyneux came out after the success of Black and White, a great PC game, like God game, where you had these creatures. 
they could turn evil or good based on how you treated them. You'd like slap them around with your mouth and look very, it was really cool. And if they looked evil, they turned evil. And if it were good, they had angels and halos and like rays of light. And Fable took and borrowed those ideas. But then Peter Molyneux, bless him, and then bless his heart and his ambition, really overhyped and sold the game. So whenever you're looking at these magazines, still combined with what uh, Peter Molyneux was saying, we were like, this is going to be a massive like RPG. Because that's what it was. It was an RPG. But it was a very constrained game. The thought of playing Fable like in a massively mo like wide open world, like with the kind of scale like uh, Forza's world has, that kind of and, open world, and big it has mountains. A, it has a, uh, what do you call it? Uh, I forget the word starts with M. It has a a balancing scale for being good or bad. What the heck's an... Uh, what's the word? I'm asking morality the to pull... Mor morality scale, is that what it's called? Yeah. Maybe. Morality. Yeah, but... Yeah, and that's no, that's cool. what that's that's trademark fable. So that kind of vibe in a really wide open RPG world with fables, very unique fantasy style. It's humor, and just it had this. Uh, it's so it was even in the nighttime settings with the wolves and stuff. At the back to the daytime, it just had this incredible feel to it. It just felt constrained as a result of technical limitations. That now can go. I mean, even with Forza Tech, I can see why they elected with Forza Tech because Forza, that Forza Tech and that engine is so massively impressive. You can see, like, okay, change the art style, supplant some buildings here, and put the characters, and maybe it will be done. But it's a, it's I, not I, a it's, it's not a racing yeah, engine. Um, audience, that, uh, you know, shout out. We'll see. We got uh, we have like almost a thousand people watching. Thank you so much. Um, Please keep in mind that Forza Tech isn't just a racing engine; it's a games en engine. And yeah, if you, <laughs> I almost wanted to go into Forza Horizon Four and go into the the no car view and go really slowly through some of the foliage and some of the just walk really slowly because basically in a racing game, if you were going to translate that to the new Fable game, they're just not going to go 150 kilometers an hour; they're going to go. Yeah at walking pace through much of a game um, playground has already shown that they can in that Forza tech, they can make the landscape look realistic. Imagine what they could do gas. If they could make that landscape look grounded in realism, but fantastical, a, a word I like, yeah. to you know, like you, the fat high colors, large mushrooms, just oh. huge, beautiful things and different. It's going to be a beautiful game. It's going to be yep. a beautiful game and PlayStation guys are going to hate the fact that they don't get to play it. It's going to be their version. Honestly, it's going to be a very big game. Playgrounds game. Play, 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 it could be like Playground. a mini Final Fantasy on Xbox, you know? it's uh... That's a great point. That's a great... Look, that kind of... That's a Western RPG with very different, distinct, distinct, like Final Fantasy with a JRPG. Uh, and it's... It is. It's the Western equivalent of that. That's a very good way of putting it. Yeah, it's I know it be... has a whimsical yeah, yeah. look. And I, I saw, I'm watching the chat too, because you guys are awesome. Uh, I can't remember who said it. It might have been Michael Matriski said, uh, it's not It's not a kid's game. Like, it's very adult, Fable is. And I've, I've yet to experience that myself. And I know I've heard the things that you can do in the game um, that make it, it just has that whimsical look. I'm really curious, guys, to see what, for what Playground Games is going to do with all of their talent, because you have to remember that the Fable series, 
Fable 1, 2, and 3 are very much locked in, like you said, guys. A Generation 7 Xbox 360 title with the limitations of that hardware. Those games never went to PC, right? And uh, they had to be uh, the, in the limitation uh-huh. of of the Jaguar cores. Like, there's there's a lot of potential to be had. I want to talk to you for a second about Fable Legends, which was supposed to be an early Xbox One game. And uh, I don't know if you know the story behind it. Yeah. I'd actually like to get more insight in, but what happened with Fable Legends? That was going to, because I'm sorry, before I give I'm you glad in many ways, because what? you had Fable the Journey, the Connect game that was absolutely was atrocious. Yep. And then you're like, why are you going in this direction trying to sell us Connect? That's obviously flopped for the core were, game and no one they, really wants it. They were forced to. That's why. I mean, that's one of the demises mm, of Lionhead yeah. that Connect was such yeah. a big thing. Uh, Don Matrick commissioned Lionhead. And who was the studio they commissioned to do Connect uh, Sports? Help me out, chat. I, those games were fun and everything. Uh, that but was rare. Connect Sports. It was, was wasn't it? <laughs> oh, man, you yeah. know your stuff. I was yep. old school back then, bro. I was I I leaked out the Xbox One user interface, and Phil Spencer and Andrew the Panella weren't happy. And then I did the uh, Connect uh, uh, hands-on impression, and one of the first to do it. And I said it worked, kind of. Le- then I said the one, one-to-one tracking lie. That was a lie. Was Legendary a lie. drops in the chat says Xbox doesn't care about RPGs. And then you wrote laugh out loud. I'm su- I'm supposed he's being facetious. Because they are the kings of RPGs right now. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Dead Time in the chat said, Le- Fable Legends wasn't good. I'd be curious to see who the very few were that got to play the closed beta. I was waiting to get my hands on it back in the day. And I thought, oh, you know, this is like that one game Xbox needs. Lots of magical powers. They're really colorful. And then it just died and they closed down line. Yeah, I'm kind of glad it did. That would have sullied. I don't think that would have been a good game. The testing didn't, I, I think, suggest it was a good game. This asymmetric kind of you know a multiplayer kind of thing i was like uh that's not fable fable's supposed to be an rpg open world really broaden the horizon of this game because that's what fable could have been but never was under molyneux despite his promises of this particular quirks of a pervasive world that Mm -hmm. you know your decisions can impact on it but there were some wicked things in fable 2 Maybe three where you got scars they carried over went to you when you grew older after you died and stuff yeah. like that. Really clever. With the with that with the CPUs and the SSDs on these very powerful next gen consoles, a next gen only fable could blow our minds. And yeah. I do this might be controversial opinion, but I do think it would be a shame if you didn't have co-op in a game like that. At oh. least co-op beautiful world because fable as an mmo could work incredibly well i mean sometimes uh, I can, that yeah. blows a game all the way into into diarrhea land you know it does, like when, I, when does, I was talking get people excited really yeah, yeah I, get, <laughs> I get people excited about starfield and they're like is it going to have multiplayer co-op i'm like no and they're like what i'm like what you can't get mad about fallout 76 for not staying with a with a true single player experience but chaos Ante and sean the Bree said they both played the close beta of of uh fable legends one thing i gotta say that gets me yeah i'd like to hear what you say uh, what you think about the game at you know some people said it was may in the chat it is meh it was meh one thing i love about fable that that three doesn't do but you'll probably remember this guys when you use your magic (laughs) i said it like the lady from forespoken i do magic when you do your magic (laughs) you you get level up orbs for magic when you use your sword you get melee orbs and uh 
Fable 3 doesn't do that, I miss that. That's really good. I, and Crackdown 3 also mm. does that. Let me read a couple mm. of supers. They could, do, they could do that with Scott Lee. Yeah, sorry. I, I think they should. I, I mean, do you yeah. like Gaz and Chat? Do you like that? Depending on how you fight, you earn points for that play type. Yeah. Do you like that sort of thing? I think no, no. I think that would be great. I think that would be great. But if you do it subtly, so it's not, you know, like with Crackdown, you get the orbs for the thing you use, explosions, boom, red orbs, thingy for. Um, do it subtly, so like you don't put it in your face. But you know the game is building your stats like that. That'd be cool, maybe. Yeah. But yeah, I like that stuff. I mean, yeah. Skyrim did it too, but it kind of uh, yeah. Every time you sneak, you start to earn XP, but then you get to put the XP wherever you want, but. Uh, Lord Myra, who Lord Meyerhoof with the uh, IDR twenty thousand, which is about a dollar fifty in U.S. money from Indonesia. He says, "Shut up, Gaz. Xbox has no games." <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to my Indonesian brothers. Uh, well, not now, but this year. This year on paper, it's so stacked. If they don't deliver. I, I think barring any craziness, guys. To Guantanamo Bay because oh, I can't think. I look, see, I, I, me and you have been very scathing, even down to the fact that the Xbox versions of ponies, which I call them, the brainlets, have been coming at us for being yeah. genuinely frustrated on Xbox and asking for better. But at its heart, me and you. I even dealer. I talked to dealer yesterday, and I could tell yeah. there's a very different tone now. Last year, we were like, as soon as the summer showcase event happened, we were like, oh, for f sake, the whole year is a wash. Dealer said Xbox basically just told us to f off for the whole year, and he was so spot on because the rest of the year was dire. But yesterday, party uh -huh. chat with dealer talking to you, everyone's like, yo, this is the year. This has got to be the year. Like, and dealer's like, this is the year. This is the year. It's not and just we're that, like, all hyped now. Yes, but we're just yes. like, don't, don't want to say it publicly with conviction because I don't have that conviction just yet until this January event or February event. When it happens, and the, all they need to do show these three games Starfield, Redfall, and Forza, and yeah, release yes. date, and one game. Or just uh, and then with a pro and do it like this. Just feel, listen to me. Do it like this. Show the release dates for these three games that you promised are coming in the next six months. Whatever. Ones, okay, fine. Yeah. Big ones and show maybe avowed gameplay and say if you want to see more and, and just say it like this. This is yeah. nothing. This is nothing. This is just the beginning. You want to get your mind blown? Come join us at E3. Boom! We are freaking flying! We are flying! And make sure, obviously, E3 is I think, freaking crazy. Because I'm flying there. I don't want to fly uh, there and have a <laughs> show because you kill the So it's going to be wicked. It's, uh, no, it, no, it's going to be good. That, that's the difference. It was funny, as you say that, like, the people we've been talking to, and I know people in the chat are like, oh, not this again, the negative. Like, like 2022 is dead. Like, it's gone. It, it's totally gone. And, and we're at the point now where... Yeah. These games, like, unless they cancel them, they're coming out. And I think Xbox is keeping that promise. And you're right. It's going to be good. Like, be good. They, they didn't need to do this January, February event. But I think they're doing it because they realize they that they, they, have they had to it. sit back and that. bite down on a rawhide bone for 2022. Like, oh, you know, <laughs> and put a tourniquet Phil, on. Phil. <laughs> Listen, people said, "I look, I will happily be the bad guy. If everyone hates me, let them hate me. But I just want Phil to wake up that day. He's like, oh, for God's sake, that piece of shit. Just 
give a good show so this idiot can shut his mouth. And I'll be like, yes, do it. It's coming. It's coming. Yeah. This yeah. is the year. And, and, and genuinely, I'm not saying this to pacify people coming at me because you'll see in the source video how little I care about them. But what I want to say is 2022 will be the worst. It has been the worst year for Xbox or pretty much ever other than the Xbox one launch a year uh, but games wise it was actually better but mm, no 2017 yeah and 2022 yeah. horrible 2017 yeah 2017 and 2022 are horrible and hopefully that will be the worst year we'll ever get because from now on it should be madness it I mean, should be no madness. other there's no other way to go like i think xbox was at 2022 is at their worst at their lowest and they were and they were sitting there with all these studios so we're excited. There's like nothing but games coming, and we're going to get yeah. into that later on the show. <laughs> I'm going to crumb uh, with an Australian $8 super sis. Love seeing the community come together to support Hogue. He's such a genuine guy and deserves all the love and well wishes. Selfish yeah. Burrito with the 249 euro says, let us compete. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, Dave Angels Gaming Haven, who's been a channel member for four months, says, at least Playground would be able to import their existing assets to reduce the development time. Looking forward to Xbox in 2023. So we don't think that they've moved to Unreal Engine 5. But I don't even know if, if they have. Even if they, they did. Let, you think they have? Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus. Stay chill or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. No, no, I, I'm, oh. I, I have no idea, but I think the two years, look, can they trans import or export their assets from Forza Tech to Unreal Engine? I don't know how it works that way. I don't know. It sounds like BS to me. If it is, it won't surprise me because Jez is talking about Halo we're, moving. We're going to get into that too. Ah! Yeah. No. Um, so, yeah. Good. Let me save that. Let me save that for the Halo discussion in a minute because okay, that's, yeah, that yeah, would yeah. be that would be a perfect time to bring it up because it does relate to Dave's uh, chat there about Fable. Mike with the Canadian $10 says, if Unreal Engine was so dev friendly, why did Days Gone take six plus years to create and launch Broken? Uh, Unreal Engine is not He's perfect people. Are infatuated. Days Gone's on Destiny. Isn't Days Gone on? Oh no, Day. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I'm is thinking it? Dead Stranding. Oh, okay. uh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no. Uh, you know, Unreal Engine right. Five is really, really impressive. I'm sorry. And it's not perfect. Mike's right. It's it's not like it the, not it's not the either. the save yeah. all for everything. So good chat, Mike. Um, we'll, let's let's yep. get let's put it let's put a pin in it for a moment <laughs> about the Unreal Engine Five. Dub says Fable Legends art style was so good. Was hoping it would carry over the next. Before Lion had closed, that said, I have faith in Playground. I mean, if you don't have faith in Playground, what are you doing? Now, I don't have faith in video game companies or studios, but uh, Playground's pretty amazing. Hargit Chani steps in with a $2 super and says, okay. Fa Fable 2 and 3 had co-op, so he's expecting co-op for Fable 4. <laughs> um, good point, Hoggy. And I think it should be. I, I mean, it, it makes complete sense. Why wouldn't they not? Massive op RPG and Fable. You get to compare characters if you're good, evil, gone quest together. Just look at the gear. Look at how did you get that sword? How did you get that oak 
basic RPG tropes. A lot of RPGs is all about showing off your gear to other friends. In a whole world of Warcraft, it is literally about showing off your shiny things. Your, your, so, your shiny oh, card you do that. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, yeah. Good point, Hagi. Hopefully. I think so. I'm confident it will. I'm confident it will. Of, uh, playground games of all studios don't do multiplayer when they do some maddest uh, multiplayer pervasive world shared world and with Forza it would be and, stupid in my opinion not to do that and the Xbox like team welcomes that like if if, Fab exactly. if the Fable team says hey we we're, we're going to take a little bit more time because we want to put co-op in here and Xbox like oh so people can play the game for longer and and keep it keep it alive longer absolutely take all the time you need so I mean, it's I mean, like Sony Studios where they have to kick them, dragging, kicking. No, we don't want to do multiplayer. What? What? You promised back four years ago. It's like, let me split, please. I just want to build a linear sad dad game. No, I'm just kidding. They're very good games, <laughs> but they're changing now. But it's like the it's multiplayer and co-op is in the Xbox DNA. Yeah. Be rest assured that I have confidence in playground games. It should have it, Augie. Yeah. Sorry. And they've done a pretty good job lately with their online stuff. Um, and shout out to over a thousand people who are watching the show. Thank you so much for being here. I didn't ask, but hit the like button. If you're enjoying yourself, if you're relaxed, if you're laying back on the couch with your phone or whatever, and checking out Gaz and I acting like total Nimrods. Hey, we appreciate that. <laughs> and, if, and speaking of name calling, Nathan Coates with a 449 pound super chat says, hearing Gaz use the word brainlet has made my night. <laughs> uh, the brainlet has been stolen appropriated from ashen luca shout out to her she uses that so well and uh she's 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 a diamond in in this community and she uses chains. lots of other she's words that like, i'll never repeat that are like her in her in her pocket at all times <laughs> yes she's hilarious ace out gaming says thank you for the super ace out he says if xbox doesn't have many great games this year colton gaz will wear sony pony masks for a few episodes. <laughs> I mean, there's a Listen. couple games I'm not excited yeah, about, sorry. guys. Like, I don't care about Age of Empires and Aura History Untold. And I made that pretty clear in my last video. Yeah, but there's going to be people either. who will love them. Like, Hargeet will probably enjoy some of those games. Like, him and I don't align in the same games. But we still like each other. It's amazing. The diversity in Xbox is insane. You've got Redfall, which is like this multiplayer co-op shooter. You've got this incredible Western RPG. You've got a racing game, very similar to what PlayStation in 2022. But you've got these really good things. Then you've got uh, RTSs as well. And then you've got you've got pretty heavy leading RP uh, Western RPGs. So they need to mix it up with more single player games. I know people are like, eh, don't copy Sony. But just for the sake of variety, you've got Hellblade. Um, so that's yep. good, uh, but just a little bit more variety. We're going to get that once ABK gets done after this considerable, and I'll say this now, ABK is getting done. 100% is getting done, but it's getting delayed. Uh, just being longer. It's going to be longer. Let that battle happen in the background now. Don't expect that to complete, but there's, in my opinion, I will be shocked if ABK doesn't happen because what does that mean for big business and, uh, consolidation all over all the tech industry no way in my opinion that will go ahead i don't know i mean my opinion microsoft played their cards terribly but that will happen but when that does happen that's a conversation to have in the future i think abk will really change xbox's fate but it's a very hard task by the way don't think it'll magically change X xbox's fate the studios within abk need help 
to fix those studios is going to take a lot of work. It's going to be a project, but it's a good one because it goes to show that Microsoft will learn a lot from fixing ABK studios, trying to revive old IPs, which they said they have, trying to maintain the quality bar and churn out COD in a decent cadence to you know replenish any money they've, they've spent. But yeah, there's, there's a lot there. There's a lot there. It's very exciting to be an Xbox fan, despite the frustration in 2022. And I'm just glad we got rid of that shit, uh, shoot a year. Sorry, Cole. Um, so yeah, yeah it's going to be I, good. I, I this is, the, this is the year for content creators. This is the year for Xbox fans. This is the year for hope. Let's go, Phil. Don't let me down. I know where you live. I don't know where you live. Uh, but, I mean, yeah. I've, heard, I've heard there's quite a bit of frustration with, leadership dealing with the dirty laundry aired with the abk thing which we don't even have on the docket today so but it's not been fun for us with the abk stuff unless you're destined the gary like he's he's gained like three thousand or four thousand subscribers this past couple months talking about every little detail of abk and i was talking to him behind the scenes he's really enjoying like diving into all the information but us as fans all of you here the thousand eleven hundred people who are watching like you're excited about the games, and there's tons of games coming. The, I got to talk about the biggest game. And uh, before I get rolling, I got to say, um, we are in a good spot with this game. And I am hearing that Starfield from, how do I, I have to, I need to illustrate this properly, guys. I talk to people who talk to people pretty often. And when a big game's coming up, I'll hear from those people. Yeah, it's it's not the hype train we were hoping for. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, I can see this game getting like an 80 Metacritic. I hear this a lot. And then a week or two later or months later, the game comes out. And I'm like, dang, those people were right. So this same channel of people I've talked to are saying that yeah. Starfield is bigger and more oh. ambitious than they were expecting. It, <laughs> is, it, is, it is bigger than than anything they did in Skyrim. It takes everything they've done in Fallout and Skyrim and and raises it. And the feel Bro, and the I thought you were going the, the other direction. I thought you were going, oh no, I'm finally being happy about 2023. I'm talking about this Bro. The way you dropped that, it was so a roller coaster. I'm like, oh No, I'm trying I'm trying to tell <laughs> what just happened says your opposite. stuff still stinks, Colt. Um <laughs> I'm trying to explain that I've talked to these people. I've been hyped about games. I was I was pretty hyped about Cyberpunk, and I heard from the same thing, like this game is going to have lots of problems before anyone else was hearing about it, and I just kept it quiet. Um, mm. So I could not believe... Starfield is going to be a banger. I expect, that that's what they're saying? I expect Starfield to be a certain level of advancement beyond Fallout 4. And Fallout 4 is really great. It's not the yeah. best Fallout, but you expect them to have a certain amount of of pushing beyond that envelope, but I'm hearing they really nailed it. And the sense of scope, this is one of those games that if you go into your office or wherever you work at your warehouse, the, anybody who's playing the game, that's what they're going to be talking about. Starfield is oh, supposed to be freaking she. awesome. That's the one game. That's the one game that has to smash Not more than Forza, more than Redfall. That game, and what you're telling me there, you're tickling my <laughs> test. 
tentacles. You're tickling my te literally like I'm there. You haven't met, but I can feel your calluses. And, okay, that's a bit too much detail, but yeah. If <laughs> no, no. What is <laughs> people listening to this? Is this is a wrong podcast? Why are these two okay, making I, love on camera? Um, we, I shouldn't oversell it, but I'm just telling you what they said. I was already expecting Starfield to be really, really great, but then when mm -hmm. I hear some I, of the pessimists, these these pessimists that I've talked to, and they're like, "It's really good, a uh, lot of good things." Guys, I want to start this conversation with you. Um, in 2014, one of our favorite movies launched. The very next year, Bethesda started working on Starfield. Interstellar! Interstellar is a great movie. You haven't seen that. What's wrong with you? The only problem is Christopher Nolan gets in this habit of trying to explain everything. The ending has to always spoon feed you. And now there's a hope. Yeah, just shut up. I could have ended it with a 2001 Space Odyssey ending. Left it blank and like what I was going. But still, it was a great game. Incredible game. <laughs> movie <laughs> we do that we do this all the time i always call a movie a game because i'm so used to get most of my entertainment from a video game but i just rewatched it but talk oh, to me about movie, interstellar yeah. and the and the oh, inspiration good. for starfield it's, it's there yeah um <laughs> what did you're, charlie you're say gas having thailand flashbacks <laughs> oh my god charlie what you say <laughs> i can always I, tell no. when you or i are distracted like when our add when i start to ask you something you're like uh uh yeah, yeah. Uh, yes yeah, no, yes no, frank no. kent i agree the dr man thing really ticked me off but at that point there was no real conflict or villain uh i just rewatched it the other day my wife was like why are you watching a movie by yourself and i was just sitting back on this couch like ah, <laughs> i've done that so many times with yeah. dune and blade runner 2049 and uh interstellar as well interstellar you have to be dak uh not danked um no you have to be in the mood, <laughs> too. Especially the wormhole scene. Or the scene... So this is the thing I want, and I was talking to Fonz about this on his show. The And we both had the same feeling. Look, as much as I'm excited about the fixed story structure and the core mission and the chip customization and all that, the mm -hmm. thing I... Re and I think people don't take stock of that as much as what Todd Howard said. When you... He said... When you go, even the you know the resource hunting quests, like uh, the planets where the pretty barren, he goes. They want those to be the spectacle as well, just the sheer because they've mimicked and replicated like real solar cycles and and all of that. They went gone really high, by the way, people on detail that I didn't expect them to do because they've mimicked the whatever the universe and whatever, um, and. At the moment, I'm currently into this, uh, like, uh, really into uh, quantum physics a lot. I've been watching a lot of video documentaries and about space as well. So and geometry I. am such a nerd. And then, I know everything about time dilation and gravity. And, and <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know anything like that, but I've been watching oh, that stuff. And I'm like sci-fi an vibes on this can be amazing. Yeah. I just hope it hits those vibes with the um, open world. That's the thing I'm more excited about. Just going to a random planet, putting my base, base there, beautiful, maybe a desert planet or red Martian planet, and just watching the sunset. If you watch Love or Suns, uh, yeah. suns or multiple yeah. suns, yeah. Like, or seeing like that, a big Saturn-looking planet like that you can still see during the daytime. Like stuff that yeah. we just get this regular old lame sky here in, on Earth. But uh, I, I think there's going to be... 
big things. This is a big game. People want to downplay it. Yeah, the PlayStation are definitely desperately want to downplay it because they know a game of this scope is not coming in on any platform for the foreseeable future. Elite Dangerous is a great game, but obviously, if you've played Elite Dangerous, great game is doesn't scratch the surface of a core. It has got enough meat as a core game. You have bloody what's it called? Star Citizen, like massively ambitious. Has been in the work in alpha for years. When is it going to see a light of day coming out of full release? God knows when. What, so there's no com comparable game to Starfield. The, Other than and, uh, whatever that game's called what? that's never coming out. I think, did you just say it? Star Citizen. Yeah. yeah. You, you, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to write a poll. I'm sorry. I, I, I know I, I was this close to listening to you. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. Again, Star Citizen, which has never come out. So there's a game like this that's never coming out. It's going to have a core story. And also, people, because the scope is in space, the prospect for future content. I know people are DLC and. Eh, but there's so much you can do potentially with this game. So this is going to be, and they've talked about it. They've talked about not just community mods and stuff. This is going to be a game you're going to be talking about potentially for about the best part of a decade, unless it completely flops, which I don't think it will. So no, I, it, this, I don't think so. And I also think the, the, when you were talking about the ship customization and the thousand planets, like that's for the diehard that's for those that played fallout four that went out and looked for every single set settlement and and just scoured the map like that's not for everybody but that's for me like i'll go to lots of planets in fact i could find myself enjoying the soundtrack flying to planets just to get two or three minerals that i need to get back and finish building a certain type of the base or a certain wall or whatever <laughs> mirrors they're not rocks marie they're minerals um what's that from yeah, you don't watch breaking bad you piece of ass oh i yeah um, i did wait yeah but that's like forever ago um, there's two things that never, one thing that's never in space games, almost never in space games is differential gravity on different planets. Right. Am I right? Chat gas. Like, can you remember a game where you land on a planet? It's like, Oh, this one has 0.5 of earth gravity. And you actually, oh, so my, my dream. Okay. You know what? I'm going to work on a video and talk about my dream game. And we have a little artsy, artsy oh. music and, and that kind of game. A dream game, the ultimate uh, game. What is it? With it's it's a sci-fi game for me. The ultimate game, my dream game, would be a game where it makes you feel like in the movie Pitch Black when you're the the ship is crashing into the planet. A massively multiplayer online world, Mass Effect with a citadel filled with human players trading. All of that go into space, real time, atmospheric entry. Have a pilot actual player who's a pilot who's trained as a pilot as skilled as a pilot you have an engineer class you've got battle classes as well sniper all of that you have engineer medic pilot you go onto a planet it's just this massive world of worlds and it's just uh, it just feels real like uh doesn't hold your hand too much you have to like you land on a planet and like the oxygen levels are really low here guys what do no we man's do? sky you need does a, a lot of that but, yeah, but like on a real, like beautiful, massive, epic open world game. You have world PvP, yeah. you have a Citadel, like you can't oh, we can't go there because that's resource heavy. And it's like, you know, the the DMZ zone uh, or 
the dark zones in the division. You could have that in space. You could have trading like in World of Warcraft, like literally like trade. Because the World of Warcraft has its own economy because people mine certain things or tailor stuff or make enchantments. You could do that in space, have an economy based on it, build a whole like a whole Blade Runner-esque city. You can buy your own apartment. There's just so much things you can do. Um, and I, uh, it can, it can be done. It sounds like you're mixing... St- Starfield, No Man's Sky, and Mass Effect into like the ultimate dream game, but uh, absolutely, yeah. And ship boarding, ship hijacking, losing the real like. Uh, that, sorry, I, I'm going on a tangent on my track. I'll, I'll work on this video one day. Uh, um, but yeah, this. I'm I'm going to crumb. I'm gonna crumb. I don't like saying the name. I'm done saying it. He asked me about the playable build. Um, that's dicey, but I'll just say, how do I say this? What if someone already had the final build of Starfield or some people already had it? And what if I heard people talking about it because they're talking to people or they are people that are playing what they consider you the final build You basically just Starfield. confirmed like that, what if, there's what if gonna that was going to be written about it. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, no, God, I don't think so. I don't think so. Shut up. It's too late now. So let's, <laughs> let's, talk, let's talk about the... I'm going to talk about the release date or release window for Starfield in just a second. Let me read a couple supers. Detective Seed says, I am going to be at E3 as well as first round will be on me. So D-Crew, you'll have to buy me Mountain Dew. That's all I drink. Uh, He says, do you? (laughs) Yeah, I am too. He says, do you guys think Starfield gets kicked to November 2023 with Redfall going to May? No. All right. Uh, I should have read that one last. Let me circle back to that. Mo B, who's in the chat, said he hasn't been here in a while to be live, but uh, welcome here, Mo, if you're still here in the chat. He says, I couldn't miss the show of the year. Ecstasy rocks. Everyone hit that like button. Mo said it. You got to do it. Hit the like button. Let's get that up to 500 likes. We've got over 1,000 people watching the show. Danny Passion Official says, looking forward to playing Redfall, Lies of P, Atomic Heart, Stalker 2, which we're going to talk about as well tonight. The rest can be delayed to 2024. Happy 2023. What? Oh my gosh. Chris R says, Gaz brings up a good point at ABK. These studios are a reflection of controversy under Kotic or Kotic or Kotex. Once purchased, they need to be completely changed. Um, I think that we'll see some changes. Hargeet Chani, thank you so much for the $10. He says, assets can be moved over from Unreal to Forts, to Unreal from Forts Attack. Possible to do within two years. Help finish the game sooner. Could work on new areas of the game in Unreal Engine while now porting okay. over areas from Forts Attack. I don't know if that was possible. It depends on the engine, if they can export it, good. I think Unreal Engine is a good shout. A lot of people were saying it was not the be-all and end-all. Yes, absolutely. But think about the fact that CD Projekt Red has hinged the entirety of its future on this engine, despite all the mess. They moved from Red Engine, they've gone straight to that. All their games, or much, pretty much every single game that they've announced in their very comprehensive roadmap, they're quite clearly... Um, UE5. Read with transparency confirmed as ue5 and mm. ue5 is incredible like we've, we've the only problem is well it's so versatile you, you shouldn't have this problem but there may be a problem where game like we had with the 360 gen where the unreal engine starts to get a little bit samey and you can tell an unreal engine game so that's the only thing i'm worried about it but i think the game engine is so versatile based on the usage of some people look at fortnite and then look at what other games will look like it and the matrix demo for example like the mm-hmm. two things and it's 
they're worlds apart, but they look beautiful. So yeah, maybe Kahagi, you're right. And, and I'm not saying this rumor is wrong. I have no information. My source will not tell me anything now on this game. Um, <laughs> he blocked so, you. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. He can't. because Yeah, I know. I don't blame him. <laughs> but, I, I do want to yeah. get back to that Unreal Engine thing because there's more to say about kind of what you started to answer with Hargeet. Uh, Matthew Barrio says, just saw y'all were live. Uh, thank you, Matthew. He says, a few bucks to say thank you, and I really hope y'all have a great year and stay happy, healthy, and have fun. Thanks. It, it's going to be a great year. I'm looking forward to it. Fire Shadow with Australian Five says, Colt, Gaz, love the show. For me, Starfield must be a minimum 60 FPS. Already dropped a few immersion mechanics like fuel, surface flight, which has me worried. Um, yeah, Todd Howard ah. said they, they pulled away the uh, restriction for fuel, which people hated in Mass Effect 3. Um, Todd Howard said that when you ran out of fuel, it just halted your game progression. So I'm sure there's some kind of push and pull there that makes that a little bit better. But, but what, he did, what he did say was that if for those people that really do want that kind of experience, they can actually either through mods or through game design or through options, let people do that. Uh, they might. So I get it. Yeah. yeah. Some hardcore really want that hardcore experience. I feel you actually. Um, but at the same time, this isn't that magical MMO Mass Effect on crack game that I want. So I can feel like getting stranded in space in a game like this might be annoying. So they're balancing it, but hopefully you have the option to change it back. Get it. Sorry. Why are you raising yeah. your hand on your own show? Because <laughs> I, I have a comment. Um, I, I am right now I'm stranded in No Man's Sky. I can't move forward on the main quest because I have to go to the galaxy map, which takes you to different constellations and I need hyperfuel and hyperdrive, like these two things that I have to go find a planet that actually has the minerals so that I can sit down, minerals. use all my fuel just to make it. Like, be careful what you is wish that for. Fun? It, that fun, that's though? not, that part is not fun. I am literally stuck until I can scan a planet that I want to go use the rest of my fuel to land on to get hyperdrive fuel so I can move systems. That sucks. That really, yeah. like, ruins your fun. And guys, I think you're right. They may just launch with a hardcore mode like Fallout New Vegas did in Fallout 4 where you can just turn it on at the beginning of your play if you want. But, you know, do what you Paul want. Paul Simon asks, do you think Microsoft will have console mod support similar to Skyrim? I yep. think so. He said I it. think so. Yeah, Todd said it in that interview with Lex um, like a month ago. He said that oh, we, yeah. liked, we like to do those those mods and community-created stuff, and it's all part of the system. It all works together and... Um, Everyone's like, wait for Starfield after it's been out two years so the mods can fix it. Or, I'm sure, P play it when it comes out and then wait two years and have a whole new experience. One, uh, yeah. two more. John TJ, thanks for the five. He says, Hi, Colton Gaz. 2023 is going to be crazy. Keep up the amazing content. And Ace Out Gaming says, Phil Spencer versus Lion Jim Ryan in a boxing match. Thoughts, Colt or Gaz? Who would win? We talked about this a couple weeks ago with Celebrity Deathmatch. <laughs> Jim Ryan would probably use his teeth. So. Depends. <laughs> Does he bite, he get he bite off Phil's ear? Phil, Phil would fight honorably. You know, like, um, what's that uh, Mayweather versus, was it Canelo? No, no, Mayweather versus who? Where the judge looked away and he headbutted him or no, knocked him out. Um, well, who was it, chat? That is like Jim Ryan would be the dirty fighter. Phil Spencer would be like, oh, yes, I must abide by the rules. Where I'm like, Phil just bite his balls off for God's sake. <laughs> Phil would, have, Phil would grab Sorry. one of uh, one yeah. of uh, Major <laughs> Nelson's white gloves and be like, 
Take this, good <laughs> sir. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just want him to go a little bit. No, no, it wasn't Mike Tyson. It was Mayweather or someone else. Ortiz, yeah. And Ortiz did a headbutt. The referees stopped him. And when the referees look away, oh, they just touch gloves and Mayweather knocked him out. And I thought Ortiz could have won that. But yeah, that that's Jim Ryan. Although Mayweather is an incredible boxer despite his horrible attitude. And I guess that's a good similarity. To Welcome to the BNC Macy. podcast. Talk about Mike Tyson, yeah. Mayweather, and boxing. Who was it? Uh, Kenshiro said that Fallout 4 didn't launch with a hardcore mode. I, I thought it did. Mm. But did, did they support an official one later? Or was it a mod? I don't remember. It might have been a mod. But, you know, it's been a while. It's been a while. Uh, I, I think I covered what I was going to say about Starfield, like, as far as it... Oh, yeah, we're gonna, we were going to talk about the release date. So, on the... Today, Starfield launched a support page, and it said on there, a question in the support page says, when does Starfield release? And if you click the link, it says, quote, Starfield arrives exclusively on Xbox Series X and S and PC in the first half of 2023. So, Gaz, what's the first half? What's going on? Like, Redfall has been... Well, we're going to talk about Redfall in a minute, uh, briefly, but when do you think Starfield is launching? What's your best... Uh, you know what guess? would be really good? March of... Uh, March. If they released it in March uh, before Redfall, that would be such a ballsy move as well. They'd just be like, yo... Because um, you start off with a bang, a big bang. <laughs> Get it? Uh, but no, do that. Do that. I reckon it'll definitely be um, on Rand's show. Um, they were talking about, they did a poll and most people did actually think before June. I think it is before June. I think the game is pretty much ready and ready to go in a polishing phase. I think they could potentially release it early. And I think it could be March. In my opinion, it's March. A lot of people wouldn't say no. that up. But I is March packed for multiplats like it's been the past four years or past three years? Uh, uh, low know. tier gamers says so, so it's timed exclusive for the first half. What? No, huh? Starfield is fully exclusive. You'll never see it on PlayStation until they adopt Xbox Game Pass on a PS. <laughs> yeah. um, what is your thoughts about? I, I'm totally in the camp that. Starfield does not need to release after Redfall. That was 2022, early 2022's uh, projection, and that changed. But it sounds like Redfall needs more before. time, and Starfield does not. What do you think about that, Gaz? I, I think you're you're probably on the money there. If the rumors are suggesting that internally they're delayed it by six weeks, it's not a long time. But if Starfield is pretty much ready based on the rumor mill, then um, pretty much I think it would... Also, tactically, be be very good optics wise. Boom! Here we go. Start led with the big one, Starfield, and that would actually don't think it will eclipse uh, Redfall because people will be playing this game now. It's like ah, oh, Redfall co-op experience very different. Let's try this out. A race is coming, and for yeah, you know, if you've done that right, and for whatever reason, not that I'm suggesting that Forza is not ready. Uh, I have no idea about it. But if, for instance, you know, these two games are banged, they've done well, Forza's not ready, and it gets delayed to like September or after the six months, even I wouldn't be annoyed about it. I'm like, all right, you, you kind of broke your promise there, but it's fine because you led with Starfield. It killed it. You led with the Redfall. You killed it. And at E3, you showed XXXXXX. 
So that tactically, if you're Microsoft, lead in strong because you had a bad year going boom. That the the mm -hmm. optics would be great, the press would be great, we would be hyped, and then boom. Then 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 you're off to a great start. Momentum is there. You have to do that. You have to have a shock to the system. If it's an event, then it has to have show lots of good things. If it's a game release, then go big. That's how you like launch it. If the games are ready, of course, and they can do this. In my opinion, I think based on what I'm hearing from whatever the noise and the world and social media, Starfield is ready. Redfall isn't uh, just yet. A little further away, sorry, I should say. So Starfield oh, yeah, I first. I can't imagine if if Xbox was giving key people a final build of Starfield. I can't imagine it. Um, it's definitely not incomplete. It's probably just looking for little pieces of uh final like um, i'm sure you can do quite a bit of polishing and and repair in a, in a couple months kid smooth in the chat who gives a five dollar thank you kid smooth he says starfield and this is his prediction starfield march 23 and if he's smart he's looking at what day of the week march 23 is i don't know but he's probably looked into it trying to make a good educated guess which is smart kid smooth says starfield's march 23 minecraft legends yeah. in mid-april and that leaves oh. Redfall for May 5th. And then Forza, late June. That would be mad. Think about it. March, April, May, June. Starfield, Minecraft Legends. But okay, fine for the masses. Redfall, then Forza, then E3, and all the events and possible last year uh, event, uh, sorry, release of a game. Could be Hellblade. 2023 would be one of the best years yeah. Xbox has ever had, ever. If that happened, if Xbox is doing things, if everything's going right for Xbox, that E3 showcase should have almost nothing to do with the games we're going to see this first half of the year. Like that should all yeah, be yeah. out of the way onward yep, and upward, definitely. even if it means here is a big chunk of gameplay for Hellblade, which they are pushing to get out, which we'll talk about that yes. in a minute. But kid, with your predictions, which sound like very well thought out, have you also thought about uh, Atomic? Heart and Liza P dropping in there. Can those sit in the same month? I think so, yes. So Kid's got a very smart guess there. Um, let me grab a couple more supers here. We got uh, Fire Shadow. I'll grab that one. Let's see. Israel Ballet says, EA can suck it. Star Wars RPG mods galore. Uh, <laughs> come on. At this point, the only good Star Wars content outside of a couple of the shows is, is the games. The games have been pretty good. Uh, Spinal 11 with a $5. Thank you, Spinal. What are you going to say, guys? That's I said facts. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah right. except for I agree with you. Rogue Squadron. Not facts, or opinions, but yeah, facts. Opinionated facts. Spinal yeah, exactly. 11 <laughs> with a $5 says, February, March are loaded. Try May. Yeah. That's kind of what we're getting at. I think I agree. Yeah. Risk it for the biscuit. Says, been saying since the showcase when many believe that it would be delayed again, that it would come in the first half. I think he's talking about Starfield. He says they cannot delay again for those optics. He's like an yeah. echo. He's now he's now adopted a parrot mode. So he'll just say what I say. That's good. Guys, have less nice. elves that way. Nice. <laughs> Shut the f risk it. I love Turkey. <laughs> no, risk it's, risk it. Risk it's right. I think. I think um, uh, there's a lot of people that are really concerned that Starfield's being pushed into next year. And I mean, if it meant the game would be perfect, maybe they would. But I think at this point, they've had plenty of time. I think they gave themselves really almost an entire extra year plus the game's been in development let me count my fingers wow that was long like almost six seven years right <laughs> i was like counting this is how i used to do math even when i was like 
<laughs> in grade school. Um, <laughs> count on my fingers. My, uh, my, I almost called him Minecraft Johnny. <laughs> Minecraft Johnny. I just imagined Hargeet's beard and just Minecraft. Like, I'm going to make a Minecraft now. character of Hargeet and send it to him. That'll be great. Yeah, my, just his beard. Like, you'd have to put the half of his torso would have to be the beard color for it to work. But uh, uh, I love Hargeet so much. He says, I could see Redfall in May. I wouldn't put Starfield in May. Zelda comes out mid-May. Todd usually likes number games, so maybe 3-23-23, which is a good shout for March. Uh, well, I, I should... You you flip your numbers Bloody Americans, 323 3-23-23 would be March 23rd. He says, or 3-21-23, which is March, uh, like a couple days before. But um, Zelda's Agreed. huge. But Starfield can launch the same month. They're two totally different games. Like that would be big games yeah. to talk about, but but it will eat them up, right? Yes. Yeah. Zelda. Absolutely. Zelda. Zelda. I'm sorry, chat. For me, I that's game of the year potentially. I shut up, man. You never even played Breath. Oh, you did. You didn't like it. Breath of the Wild was good, but the dungeons sucked. This could be a game where. Ugh, Wow, what a, close what a caveat. <laughs> Zelda's good, but the dungeons suck, but when you hit something with a stick, it's cool. Why, just shut up. Listen, everything else, there's so many good, good things. The world, the, the world was great. The vibes, you just felt sucked into the universe. I think it's overrated. Hey, do, but... your, do your, your Friday soundboard, but we just hit 1,200 viewers. Oh, 1,200 viewers, yeah! Wait, I got to dance. I got to dance like the Microsoft people when they, when they launched Windows 95. <laughs> like Bill Speak Gates up. is doing this little hop. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, he's so nerdy. Um yeah, yeah, you know, shout out to uh, you know, th- that many people watching the show. Let me <laughs> move forward. <laughs> Highlander says would love planet with zombies or vampires in Starfield. That would be awesome. No matter how great Starfield is, ponies will just flame it. Guess are there going to be humanoid? We've seen zero humanoid aliens in Starfield footage. Uh, what? What do you mean humans? Humanoid. There's been no like upright yeah. walking hu- uh, aliens. Uh, we've only seen uh, critters and creatures. Good. Good. Uh, good. I'll tell you why it's good. Okay. If you're, uh, because when the early announcements of the oh, early Vidox of this game, they wanted, Todd Howard said that they also wanted this game to kind of make you think of the existential questions of life and stuff. So, what that means is you should get a lot of these like crustaceans or reptiles or these kind of creatures as standard. Under the sea. <laughs> Under the sea. Uh, but you can Whenever see I hear the word crustaceans, of... that's like when I learned the word was when that movie came out. <laughs> Darling, it's better to die when it's better. Take it from me. <laughs> we love our Disney here. Uh, but yeah, no. Arabian Nights. The humanoid, humanoid Arabian. Oh, I'm tempted. No, don't, don't do it. Ah, ah, the buttons are looking at me. The FX button just like do it. Reverb. Just do okay. it and then try uh, to get your point out. Arabian Nights. Literally 2 a.m. and this is me screaming that. All my neighbors are like, what the fuck? Me make sure my windows are not open. It's all just just so everybody knows, uh, guess. <laughs> Gaz came to this show on accident. I, I did not uh, ask him to be here. Uh, he's, he's, 
<laughs> okay, what were you gonna say about the the experience, the the human Listen, experience? <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna see that. Like, um, if you know the Elite Dangerous, well, kind of slightly different because they're more squid shaped. But then you you got interjected by those aliens while you were in um, frameship drive or warp speed for other people. Um, mm -hmm. But there was a you have to keep the do the way I reckon this game will be is you'll have a human faction, human stories, and there'll be an overarching weird alien kind of feel because you saw it in some of the scissors these really alien artifacts with these weird geometrical uh, uh like artifacts there so then what will happen right at the end of the game you start to peel away holy what's the this is an advanced it's almost like the reapers in mass effect but mm. it's like this hyper intelligent uh human uh not alien race and that's where, that's where you want to reserve your alien designs of, like, hyper-intelligence, where a lot of artists tend to reconcile that with a humanoid kind of figure because we can relatable and then can understand that. So maybe that's why we want to see it. I'll be very, I, I will not be surprised. I'm very glad that we haven't seen aliens like that because then it's like, oh, this is a bit cheap. It's not as exploratory as I thought it would. It's done all the right things. It's the first gameplay uh, showing. What do they show? The little crab. That's exactly what they want to show. That's exactly what they should have shown. So I, when I saw that, I was like, that's good. Because it is subconsciously, like, that's good. Because you want to show. like, There's look, a, there's a realism oh. that you kind of get, like when we talk about Interstellar, there's a realism with um, some like exoskeleton type creatures or critters in Starfield, other than like humanoids, like Shepard, I'm a right. I love yeah. Mass Effect to death, but if we were to travel to an interstellar gal galaxy that could harbor living beings, it would most likely be some sort of critter or creature before it would be like a, a guy that looks like an elephant with no trunk. And he's got three eyes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Biffin, well, I mean, all he says is space mud crab. He's like, <laughs> it's like Mr. Crab. I like money. <laughs> that that kind of like, if a space travel, it's kind of sad. We might not see it in our lifetimes. I'd love to. Oh man, it's kind of sad. But yeah. when we do do it, we'll start to see the first alien life being microorganisms or whatever. Then you might see. Oh wow, look at this! It's like underwater, with a planet where you discover underwater stuff. We haven't even discovered our own seas to its maximum depth. True. Space. That's true. Yeah. I like how but, they yeah, do that so, too. They they flip it like in sci-fi, whatever we see in our oceans that's like far away from our reach is now like a land living creature. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, so yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm sure they will have that, and I'm really intrigued, and I hope they get that uh, alien intrigue right, and I hope that even if they don't show you an alien like that, and it's based more on human stories and the factions, but per pervading through that is this like vibe like okay there's something there like these artifacts we've seen it's leading to something it's, it's something crazy almost kind of like where halo infinite did within no actually not with the endless ignore that but just give that and the promise of more or then you come back and you find like that end of the end of the game and you're like holy what the hell was that it's like the precursors uh prometheans in halo that kind of mm -hmm. vibe so, yeah, when they do that, uh, oh, oh, sorry, I can rant about it, but I'm really excited. It could be done really well. I have faith in them. They are really expert storytellers. And a story like that 
sets yourself up for great DLC. You could set up the worlds. You have all these little procedurally generated worlds with clues. You'll have people. What you'd if you're a smart dev and you know there are people out there who go out of their way to uh, piece clues together. People did that with Halo Three, and you know the map Sand Trap. They had the there was a guy who saw this glyph on the the inside of Sand Trap, and for years he had a folder and he built followed a law of the endless from that glyph. But that was the story became yeah. canon. Obviously, yeah. 343 butchered it, but it became... And that kind of vibe, those subtle yeah. stories where the community is piecing things together, like little hieroglyphics, really advanced code. People will do it. There's so hyper-intelligent people out there. So then they decode stuff, and there's a story event, live event, or whatever DLC. Then it's that kind of thing that would be really good. Let me, let me ask you one more question before we stop talking about Starfield, uh, even though I, I could talk about it all night. Um, what if, because I don't think they've been real clear, what if the some of the humans you encounter, some of the human allies or enemies are from another galaxy? They're not uh, transverse from Earth and, and now we're a space-faring gal- uh, uh, species, right? There are other humans in, in the game, Gas. What if they're from another galaxy? They're from their own Earth-type planet and they're human creatures. Like, you think that's possible? I don't go, I mean, it could be. It would be very interesting. Didn't get that from the story. I mean, do you think that, good... that every human you encounter in the factions are all, we? our generation left Earth long ago, and now we're all out here in the Expanse? Or do you think we're going to meet humans from another galaxy in the game? That's a total guess. That's uh, that, that could be a really good narrative trope, actually. I mean, it's funny you said the word Expanse. If you watch the Amazon series now, the Expanse, a lot of people have been grow, brought up in that series, like in Mars, and they're called Martians because they lived in Mars, or mm-hmm. in asteroids, they're called something else, not the roids. <laughs> that sounds weird. Whatever they're called. Um, so they've lived there for so long. Hemorrhoids. <laughs> they're Lily from the very from hem of the asteroid belt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Paris is going to be the I, I crap out of the E3. Um, but yeah, there's a lot you stuff. can do there. That's why I love space. I love space. I could talk about it forever. But yeah, that's why, if, I, that's why Starfield is amazing. Yeah, I mean, I actually got really nerdy into the PBS Space Time show and some other stuff when Mass Effect Andromeda came out because the one of the only things Mass, Andro- Mass Effect Andromeda did well was that feeling of being out Delta. in space. Like the galaxy That's map it, was, was do, you, do you remember how the, the, the galaxy map was more like first person as you flew through it instead of like, anyway, I, I really got into it, but let's move forward. Let me read a couple of uh, chats here because they're kind of got a couple of people coming in here. Risk it for Biscuit says, if they delay another tentpole game, I'll be peeved. And you'll be peeved and you'll deal with it and you'll like it and you'll love it. Love it. Love it. I love it. Love it. Tim Dog. <laughs> I love it when you throw me under the bus, Tim Dog. I love it. <laughs> and I've been talking to Tim. Tim is, oh, it was really cool to talk to Tim the other day. I didn't tell you this, Gaz, but I talked to him last night and he was like really venting about how 2022 ended. But he's so excited about the next year, so it was really cool to hear him, uh, you know, ex- express how he how he feels because he's awesome. Uh, Mac Bound, a good friend of mine, says April fourth for Starfield is his prediction. He says or later in the year to make mini games in the first to six months. Force it in there; it, it's going to be packed. Solly yeah. D with the five dollars super says, "I'm looking forward to Arc Two. Have you heard anything on the release on that? No, I covered it in my video. All they have is a pre-rendered." in-engine trailer that looks really beautiful and i've seen arc one can you do a and- poll please 
Can you do what? a poll, please? Yes, to yes, yes. Do a poll. Arc two. Do you believe that's really in in engine? Oh. Well, you got like you're you're like right on this thing. Uh, how about do you? I mean, I don't think they're lying, but do you think? Or, uh, I did a couple polls for those that are listening to the show after the fact. I love to asking be wrong. about will Starfield be good? What month do you think Starfield's releasing? But right now, I'm writing. Do you think Arc two will be good looking? Let's just say that. It'll be well, a good-looking just, game, basically. Why are you is, being, that a, is that what you want me to ask? Nice. No, I said, do you think Ark 2 will look like what they right. say will, they will? Will will look like the trailer. How about that? Yeah. Everyone's going to say no. I mean, how could you say yes? I, <laughs> <laughs> and then okay. send it to the devs. The... And then put pressure on them. And then let them cry. And they can't sleep at night. And then the guilt comes at me. And then they try to cancel me. And then I get depressed and just fall off a bridge. Because you go. Oh. Okay, I mean, maybe don't do that, Paul. It's too late. There's okay, ARC fans. It. My life is over. Uh, there's there's big ARC fans. But that game is just, it's really old looking. Uh, even with its Series X. Ah, but I don't know. I hope it's great. And I hope Vin Diesel's like. You know, you've got family, and you've got family, too. You know, Vin Diesel, uh, what was the studio, chat, please remind me, that made Chronicles of Riddick? That was his studio. He is a gamer. He knows this stuff. He played Border Warcraft. Who was that studio? This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Is it like oh, what was that studio? Is it Blackrock. Blackrock Studio. Black I think Rock. you're right. Yeah, yeah. What no, a I good hear that, game. I hear that game's really great. Cool. I've never played it. Oh, my God. You know one thing? I haven't finished it, and everyone, it's known to have the best ending or the best end sequence in, in one of the best, sorry, end sequence in a game and I haven't completed it. And every time I get far in it, something happens. Uh, same as I, I couldn't play it because it, it would be the dustiest game if I tried to play it in 2023. Um, yeah. Let's see. We got... Yeah, uh, yeah thank you for that, Sully. We're going to ask everybody. Uh, here's another one from I'm Going to Crumb who has an $8 Australian Super. Thank you so much for this one. He says... Got that support website ready to shadow drop Starfield at the January show showcase. <laughs> um, yeah, he's saying that they, they they launched that Starfield site today. So he's he's making a joke. They're going to shadow drop Starfield in the January showcase. I don't know. Um, mm. I'd really be curious to see what this supposed final build to release or going gold like Windows supposed to be for your typical testing. But Assassin, who I've been talking to in, on Xbox Live like all the time, says... If Starfield came out in April, Microsoft can get a little bit of revenge on Sony by launching it next to Horizon Forbidden West DLC. What is the name of that DLC? Now who cares? Fire or something. It's not even on the same radar. All the clip. That's not competition. No, Horizon DLC. You think it's comparable? I would, to, uh, they don't care if, about that. What if uh, I mean, Zelda Breath of the really Wild? Oh, Zelda yeah. Tears There's of the a... Kingdom like moves to like they're just watching for that Horizon Zero Dawn DLC. Okay, now, now, <laughs> you never know, man. Zelda could come off to Starfield. That'd be trouble. If I was Starfield, I'd move away from Zelda's line because that's going to be media galore, um, just justifiably. So I think yeah. you can release after, but not just 
you can might be able to release a week or two after, but not a week or two before, right? Is that I would what you're say thinking? Re- no, no. I would release it two week two before. Oh, I guess. Because I mean, I, I guess you'd I, have two I, solid weeks of, it's of a good insane. Question. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, because I, I guess I could pull the chat. Yeah, what do you think? I I wonder because I've seen a lot of games try to shoehorn in a week before something big, and they still get stomped. I, I think the way you get stomped. Psychonauts, mm. thank you for the $2, says, I see Starfield's release date in early April. I've seen a lot of Aprils. That's not bad. Um, guess oh, what's guess coming what? out in April besides Dead Island 2? Is Dead Island 2 coming out in April? Yeah, it got moved to like April 20th or Bro, something. Bro, how are you going to make videos? These, your, these are big games coming out. Like, I especially cannot wait. Dead Island 2. Oh, We're going to play so much stuff. Chat, what's coming out in April that comes to mind? Uh, big games. I know Dead Island 2 got moved there. I actually don't know. I kind of live my life one, one or two weeks at a time, uh, and I stop making like I used to make me little, like make little graphic calendars. This game's coming out then, <laughs> but I don't do that anymore. Um, Risky for the biscuit says whatever Gaz says is wrong. Pony. <laughs> Risky loves us. Risky's awesome. I was talking to him last night. You have my yeah. condolences. I've been. T- talking to him a lot I, I can't remember if we were playing Fortnite or they were playing Fortnite, but shout out to him infinity hand thank you for the two dollars says kirby at 12 percent power dunks on nintendo ip on every nintendo ip kirby at 12 percent power oh that's funny uh yeah i heard the last kirby's great psychonauts is another one Actually, don't forget ghostwire tokyo in march 25th 2023 um hmm on Game Pass, we yeah. just heard today that Ghostwire Tokyo is launching in March on Xbox with expanded content included with Xbox Game Pass. I didn't know. I didn't know that. I, I yeah, must I heard have that today. Today? Yep. today. Yep. Oh, okay. Wicked. We'll keep in mind. Game... What's what's that? Uh, see, Ghostwire Tokyo looked like a really good game, and but it's it, it it's it not a game I ended up buying well. on PlayStation. It was because of the reception of it. Now, if it was stayed or exclusive on PlayStation, unless I got it on some really fire sale, probably wouldn't have bought it. But now it's on Game Pass, 100% playing that. Day one, you know what? Most likely. I love For me. The, uh, I love this. Uh, my favorite <laughs> character in... Now, this is going to sound really corny. My, one of, some of my favorite characters are the character from Overwatch and Paladins that throws out like this. And then there was a yeah. character in Battleborn, which people didn't like. I don't know what, what it is about that first-person animation. It's, I, I can't really do that on a show, on a camera. But there's something so satisfying about whack, 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 whack. I don't know what it is, but I like it, so it I is, hope I enjoy is. that. Do you know what like, I mean, guys? Naruto fans. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. yeah I, remember there was an Xbox remember One, one? beatdown or breakdown where it was a first-person. It was like they had that as well. What you Remember do? this one? Where you put your hands together and then you go. <laughs> yeah, to look like, oh, that's what a vagina looks like. Yes! But, oh, shit. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Double sorry. <laughs> Ponies still rely on that to get our I'm knowledge on. So- that. <laughs> 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 so- We've broken Gold Eastwood, people. <laughs> Let me just so add some music. <laughs> uh, no, the other one was perfect. I grew up in the '80s, and you just you didn't have real you didn't have electronics. 
with you at all ever until you got home on a Nintendo. And like when when you were in school in the eighties, your jokes consisted of making shapes with your hands and smacking people. Oh gosh, I am so sorry. Let me move forward, please. Um, I should have gotten to this news sooner. We've been talking about all this stuff about Starfield. Um, I'm going to try and race into this greatness here, but Hellblade and Avowed got another update uh, about where they're coming. Some of it good. Actually, I think both of these pieces of the news were pretty good. This was from, uh, crap, uh, just a few days ago. I'm out of breath. You got you killed me, bro. There's a rumor <laughs> that Hellblade Senua's Saga, Hellblade 2, will release not... <laughs> They say September 2023. Now, I don't know where this rumor comes from. Um, it's one of those things that comes from the from the internet and the annals of the internet. But saying September 2023 means that Ninja Theory must feel like this game is ready to launch in this nah. calendar year. Nah. I'll be, I'll be very pleasantly surprised even if it does release this year. But if it is, the smart play, in my opinion, depending on how stacked the holiday season is, is holiday, November just before uh because xbox routinely gets critiqued for being top heavy or bottom heavy this time it's being top heavy yes balance it out we could do it straight september no nah, it won't have time to gestate and build uh um like hype marketing hype this is a very big game despite the fact that its legacy was an indie kind of title this is a big what game if? released in november what if Turn 10 is going to stay super quiet and release Forza Motorsport when they always do in October of 2023 and Xbox is like, well, great, perfect. I think we have Ninja Theory is ready to do Hellblade in September the month before. Uh, that if would put, that happens, it's crazy. I that mean, would Hellblade... put like five or five, three or three, at least three big games in the beginning of 2023 and two monsters at the end of 2023. That would be a crazy. That that would be ridiculous. If Hellblade comes out this year and all these games do well, that would be one of the best, if not the best, gaming years of Microsoft or for Xbox. Starfield, Redfall, Halo, uh, Halo. God's sake, Starfield, Redfall, Redfall, Forza, and Hellblade combined with an E3 that shows off all the future stuff would be disgustingly powerful. Mm -hmm. Assuming all of these games are good. I don't know. I'll be very surprised if Hellblade comes out this year. I'm not expecting it this year. But if it does drop this year, I will be so happy as long as it's good. And that's a very, very good year. I Makes mean, look at these games. There's no reason to there's no reason to think E3, these by wouldn't the way. Be good. Huh? I don't I'm sorry. exactly. I, 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 don't. I mean, what would Hellblade tell anybody that that even Redfall, like what's to tell anybody that Redfall is not going to be good? Show me an arcane Austin game or arcane, yeah, arcane Austin, yeah, Leon. It's did a different Death, type of game Death. that they normally do, yeah. um, and that kind of game, the formula there, other than the first Left 4 Dead, it's harder to replicate a very high-scoring uh, game like that. Um, so for me, a good Redfall game is a game that will probably sit around eighty-four on Metacritic. And I'll be, okay, yeah. I'll be like, that's good. That's good. They did it because that's what they they're aiming for. They're not going Th for the. That's what they usually do. Yeah, I think yeah. so. I agree. I mean, Dishonored actually no, Dishonored and Prey. They they Dishonored is like Prey ninety didn't plus. Didn't get that meta. great of a score, and I love that game to death. 
But, Prey um, slightly different though. Prey had a legacy, had a cancelled game, it had masses of hype. This new game ended up being completely different. Do you remember how it launched? They're like, what the hell is this? This is not Prey. You showed us a CGI trailer of Prey. It was fully cyberpunk Blade Runner. And then this game mm -hmm. comes out completely different. Um, so, and, and it ended up being a good game, but because it wasn't that cyberpunk Blade Runner-esque game, that's why it went down a bit, but still a solid game. Dishonored reviewed really well. I, if I, if, correct me if I'm wrong, chat. I think he is in the high meta or 92 or 93 meta or something like that. Uh, Redfall won't be there if it is great. Anything above an 85 for Redfall and Metacritic. I know Metacritic is flawed. I'm just doing it for mm -hmm. the sake of conversation and rapport. Uh, 84 is what I'm expecting. 85 plus for Redfall. I Big agree win. That. Yeah. Big win for my uh, for Xbox. Um, Forza has to be a 90 minimum, in my opinion. And it can be, and it should be. Because it, should, it, it should be 88 to 90. Um, Nine Lives asked me to list off the games that Microsoft and Xbox have promised from the first half of 2023. So, chat, perk up your ears. Uh, take a second uh, away from the chat. I'm going to read these games off, and uh, this is what we can expect just for the first half of 2023. Redfall, Arc 2, Aura History Untold, Age of Empires Definitive Edition in one month, Age of Empires 4, Xbox Edition, Starfield, Ravenlock, that is the Coco Cucumber third-person uh, voxel-looking really colorful game, Warhammer Darktide, Forza Motorsport, Minecraft Legends, Hi-Fi Rush possibly this year, which is the um, multiplayer brawler that is a spiritual successor to um, Jet Set Radio in stylization. Forza Horizon 5 DLC this summer, set on a different map, um, replaced the side-scrolling pixel-based Blade Runner type game. Oh, yeah. Benedict, the uh, last case of Benedict Fox, which is a side-scroller Ori type looking game planet of That's Lana, great. a side scrolling, small indie thunderful game, which, uh, has a, a small quiet child carry, uh, with a little black alien creature that helps it go through puzzles. Very quiet little game. And then for game pass oh, and this, boy. I'm still talking from January to June guys game pass has atomic heart in February lies of P probably in April silk Mad. song, which is what's the full name is hollow Knight silk song. Uh, yeah, Hollow Knight. Yeah, Mate, which is MLB Twenty Three, which is a PlayStation game that's coming to Game Pass, which only baseball players care about. Flintlock, <laughs> the third-person game by um, by Focus Entertainment that did Evil West and a bunch of other games, and then the exclusive coming this year, set for tentatively between the end of twenty twenty-three or earlier. I don't know. I mean, they Stalker Two could make it sometime in the first part of 2023, if it's not later, but stalker two oh. is another one. We got to update. So that was, mm. let me count real my quick. Idea. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11. I'm going to skip the DLC 12, 13, 14, 18, 19, 20, 20 games. And three of those are multi-plats. That's, that's, mad. that's why we're excited about Xbox. How are we going to make videos? How are going to make videos? I, <laughs> You're making a video right now. <laughs> Chat, let, be in cult. Be pride. Harry, Harry goes. Fodder, fodder, fodder. It's the game path fodder. That's not fodder.
fodder? How is that fodder? Replace his fodder to you. Oh, Harry's probably like, oh, I can't wait to play for fucking. I can't wait to play for fucking again. Wolong, you forgot Wolong fallen into I forgot about Wolong. I also forgot well, about can... Monster Hunter Rise coming to Game Pass. I forgot about um Is it really coming to Game Pass? I think so. Yeah, it's on it, it's on the uh ready to install right now, pre-install. Oh geez. Monster Hunter Rise. Oh, bruh. Dude, there are oh, so many God. games. Remember that. when Hargeet and I said last June we're like, Matt Booty said there's so many games for twenty twenty three they have to use an Excel spreadsheet. Yeah. Use more than that, Matt. Just give me your job. I don't want to do your job. But just... <laughs> he's like, Excel is so hard. <laughs> no, but uh, like, okay, fine. Well, genuinely, bro, how are we going to play this? Wolong's cool. Bro, you're going to like Wolong. My character, my yeah. custom character, if it lets me import it from the demo, looks like if I was born on the other side of the world. Like, he looks like, he looks just like me with no glasses, but I have like, um, because the character sort of looks, uh, how do you say it? It's, it's a Japanese game. So he sort of has, like, if I was born over there, it's, like, really cool looking. Really cool. Huh? A Far East Asian version of you. Yeah, like a Far East Asian version of Colt. Because I did all of the things I do to make custom character, and I kind of left some of the features default. Because I'm like, oh, this is kind of like a stylized uh, version that fits the, you know, the character. But oh, it's super kind of cool. I, have, uh, I don't know why I didn't play the demo. I have, I have a couple pieces of footage. I think I showed them on the show like two months ago, but I've got them in my in my library of captured clips. So, yeah, you're gonna like Wolong, bro. You're gonna like it. I'm sure I will. So, Team Ninja. Team Ninja. Yeah, they're great. Red Wolf, who's a good friend of mine with the two dollars super chat, he says, "Here's a game code." Says Xbox has no games. Now that's what he does every week. Now he goes, "Payday Three Thoughts." I believe it's open world. That was just announced yesterday. Payday 3 is coming. I, I didn't miss that. I missed that completely. Somebody, okay. Hold on. Somebody DM me with a date. Hold on. What am I doing? Gosh, there's so many DMs. I'm not going to look for it. I can't find it. But yeah, yeah. Payday 3 is... Oh, here it is. Here it is. Uh, who sent me this? Ezron uh, Siobhan uh, I3. It says, coming to PC and console in 2023. Yep. Payday 3. It's a real thing. They announced it on New Year's Eve. so, But it's a multi-plat. Who cares? We only care about Xbox exclusives on this show. This is the yeah. Xbox Newscast Podcast with Gaz from Game On Daily. Hit the like button. One more like and we're at 500. All right. Uh, let Do me it. talk about Avowed before we move on to the big Unreal Engine discussion. Um, Avowed is set for 2024. We've heard from channels of people, and I guess I think... I don't want to misquote, but Jez has talked about this, so maybe he's heard people talk about it. At least I can say that, because I don't know for sure. But sounds like Obsidian went a little more time, so maybe they were ready for 2023, but they're like pushing into 2024. So Avowed is very much in a good place, if that's the truth, right, guys? Um, Delay games, make sure the Microsoft has to ensure something replaces it or has a good year, but delay the games if they have yeah. to be delayed. Avowed especially. Obsidian... They've earned their stripes. So let's let's talk about the prospect. Um, this rumor popped up again about the battle royale mode and Forge being rebuilt uh, from new contracts and new studio. Certain Affinity, I think, or I always get these two mixed up. But there's another studio that uh, is working on. Do you remember what they are? 
I always call them certain affinity, but it might be the other other C one. Yeah, the other no. C name that is uh, two. There's a two word. Affinity, right? Chat. Come on, chat. Help us out. I think it's certain affinity, but it might be uh, another team studio that has a kind of the same type of name, uh, like Chank Reams or something like that. Stupid Chank Reams Studio. Assembly. Anyway, let's move uh, forward. Yeah. Uh, so apparently, yeah. a rumor popped up again that the game is being translated over and transferred to Unreal Engine 5. And Jess Corden said the other day, or was that just a rumor? He's starting to hear things that he's digging into right now that maybe this is the thing where there's smoke, there's fire, I say. It is certain finishes, Frank Kitt and Assassin. Thank you so much for doing your work. Saber Interactive? No, but that would be close. It's Saber. Guess let's talk about Unreal Engine 5 Halo. If that is the case, I find it so crazy if that's the case. Because that is a colossal, colossal failure on the part of 343. If um, the slip space engine that they would have sunk millions into developing and marketing in 2018 and then faltering with Halo Infinite, that is them open admission that we messed up. Um, and Forge is such an incredibly powerful tool uh, that they've done such great things with. So if they are exporting just like we are hearing with potentially rumor 4chan playground games and Fable, they're doing the same thing, then it means that they failed with their engine and they're moving forward. And I just find it... It's a far-fetched to me only because it's so crazy. Like, what... What I think three for three should well, I think three for three and their management and whoever they they need to be looked at their direction with Halo they've completely failed in my opinion I know that's harsh but what they need to do is call it quits with a ten year plan hold their hand up I think they are I think they are I think they are really I mean, anyway they've they've, they've uh, totally changed the uh, the diaper on management right they've totally move there was this this other rumor that came out that bonnie ross has never left that she wasn't going to leave and uh i, I think jez says some of that is true regarding the the possibility of the engine Chocolate. i want i want to explain to the chat i don't know hardly anything about game development but i do know a few things and when we talk about translation of assets over you do not create your you don't always create your well, you obviously don't create your game cre characters and certain things in Unreal Engine because there's other engines that are involved. A lot of creation of characters and environments happen in Maya. They happen in 3DS Max. They happen in other 3D creation and animation programs. So if Halo was to take all of the assets from Slipspace, guys, and start moving over things and dropping them in Unreal, Unreal Engine... You remember that when you when some YouTube channels show Unreal Engine how you have these boxes with all the lines and you start tying in parent to child uh, animations and you create things and you set things to life and you rig them. Basically, if all of that, all those assets are created, pelicans, characters, guns, grenades, creatures, you name it, bring all that in and start dropping it into Unreal Engine and start building this does this, this goes here, it is Actually, in my opinion, it's a viable thing that I think they had to be at a do-or-die situation, guys, where they were in the Maybe. boat, there's a big leak, and they're like, do we abandon the ship, or do we offload everything onto this other ship? What do you think? 
I, I don't know. I don't profess to know about the intricacies of game design and how easy it is or viable it is for them to port these assets over. If it is, and Hoggy suggested that earlier, great. Um, Unreal Engine. See, they, uh, the problem is almost 50% or something ridiculous like that at 343 were contracted out. Contracted out people. You brought, you relied heavily on contractors. That means your 343 has no real identity other than, well, 50% of it doesn't. Other than its management. All these contractors. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Other than its management. And then you relied on contractors. They have to learn your in-house engine and all the quirks behind it. The engine failed. The game didn't look graphically, became a meme. All of that ray tracing, none of that's there. Just didn't, just not up to par. It's embarrassing for a Halo game. Now they got a chance to go to Unreal Engine 5. Everyone seems to be going that way. If they move that way, I would genuinely be happy. And I think any Halo fan should be happy as long as mm -hmm. it maintains the versatility of a Halo game. Pretty you can still play what yeah. you have now, but um, I mean, I Halo's engines have been quite versatile. They had a they had a feel of their own to them. So um, whether they can maintain that feel in the Unreal Engine Five, I don't know. I still find it crazy. I think it'll be a mega news if it's true. Um, I don't know why they're not pouring cold water over it. I think there's an element of truth to this. Uh -huh. um, and It's just kind of begun, but that discussion. Uh, yeah. And, and, um, whether I mean, game engines want to save Halo. They should call it quits with the 10-year uh, plan because it's a mm -hmm. failure, in my opinion. Move forward. The Halo, so think... the... Um, Halo, the what's it called? The Endless. They've already bought, got the... Uh, secured the intellectual property rights for that. Now, work on that. Let's just what do that. If, Call it, take it L, take the L. I don't care the Halo community wants I don't to think they have Halo to. Infinite. I think, I mean, some of the people that really dive in could hear the, ch the, the change and shift, but what if the expanded single player content, the Battle Royale mode and Forge mode come uh, as a new download, you know? Or, or the update is, uh, you don't even have to have a new download. I suppose the update could be a slightly different version like maybe it would be very difficult to tell to me man i well, mean slip space slip space mm -hmm. engine i would probably uh venture to guess slip space engine is not that different for the most part than your regular conventional engine because they built it they probably built it off of here's how you make a game so here's the tools to do it and i'm sure it robs and borrows from other things but guess i think you're right i think they could just Say we're gonna we're gonna finish the story in this new expansion. We're gonna have this battle royale mode. Forge is gonna be rebuilt, so it's all here. Everything you the players have done will be seamless, and no one really has to really bother with the engine change, other than all the people working on it. Because that's your problem. That's my problem with three four three is all the people working on it have had too many difficulties. So if it alleviates the difficulty, the oh, barrier to build the game, and they're all in just a better place. Boba That's... Fett has a great point, by the way. He said, because I can see some people just crying in chat. He said, 70% of hardcore Halo content creators are posting are completely done with the Halo videos over the last few months. I know firsthand, very big Halo content creator talking to me says, I'm done. You've heard Hidden Xperia just be completely done with it. Remember the Masters of Hype? We talked about the Endless, the, or we talked about the Palaces of Pain and what they could do with the campaign and all of that. And they didn't deliver any of that. Uh, so it is a loss. If you're talking about an engine like that, I don't, I don't know if I agree. I think what they need to do is just come relaunch it. Halo the Endless. Boom. Here we go. Next one. Sure. Now do it. That, that's, that's what would get me excited. They're like, 
It still has a three four three stench in there, but <laughs> I, as a hardcore Halo fan, it makes sure it sound crazy to people. I will still cap for it. Like, oh, oh here uh, we Halo, go again. Halo five, did Halo great endless. Things. I need to know what the endless are like. I need to know this new engine. Maybe it was the engine. They may come back and say, look, the reason why Halo Infinite sucks because gameplay wise, it's incredible. They got the tone. Right, look at my review. Like they got the tone right, oh, the gameplay yes. vibes are right. The feel, the feel is, is so the feel good. Was so it's the good. best. You know, Gaz best and I, Halo we, in years. Gaz and I have been bashing Halo for a good year, but we've never stopped saying how great that game feels. And yeah, that foundation has always been super good. It's there. It's almost there. Like I said, incomplete masterpiece. Just there, but they didn't do the basic like check big biomes, all of this, or aggressive single player uh, roadmap. So if it was the engine, it looks like it was the engine, and then they go back and call it quits. Even me, despite the fact that Halo has blocked me and three four three may not like me, John Jonuzek will try and punch me at E three. I'll punch him back. <laughs> uh, you will be uh, still. I'm just. <sighs> I'm a well, massive Halo fan, man. I want it to be done well. I just don't know the people of management understand. And sometimes they give me an indication. They do understand. I'm just, it's such a love-hate relationship. I just really want it to be good. I would sacrifice five Xbox I exclusives think, for Halo to be a 90 yeah. plus five. I think meta, they washed out. Amazing game. They washed uh, out some um, of that problem parts of the leadership. Let me give a little anecdote here. Sorry. Uh, okay, I, shut up. No, 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 no. I, I want to add to what you're saying because... Uh, I've had this $20 Logitech keyboard. In fact, if I went like this, all the crumbs would fall out from when I'm eating and working. Um, I've had this $20 keyboard, wireless keyboard, so and I was working on a video a few days ago, and my keyboard kept... It wasn't working. The batteries died on it, and I kept trying to work through it and return it on and back on and off and off. And this is my analogy for Slip Space Engine, that I didn't want to stop working on my video. Like I, I get so bad sometimes. I don't even want to go stop to use the bathroom because I'm in the zone. If if three four three takes six months to slow down and move things to Unreal Engine five and start a new mm. paradigm of how they work, I finally yeah. stopped. Went into the house, dug for two brand new double or triple A batteries. Uh, the last two in the house. Once my keyboard was working, I was off and just like slamming through shortcuts and working on my video. And I think that's where 343 is. You and I have said all the crap. We've upset people. We've we've complained. They're still we, doing it now them. in chat. They're like, oh, damage controlling. For the people damage controlling, you'll, you'll stare at a failure in the face and just excuse it. That I think means just, yeah. where you think Halo should be and where I think Halo should be are two very different things. And I don't think my my ask is unrealistic. They fails. Let's be, I think real hardcore guys know Halo. With 343, Halo failed ultimately. Yeah, they did, and I know it's hard. But ask like hidden experience, he will say it, uh, and lots of will say. It. And then obviously to pacify the angry feral people, said oh, they did this, 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 this right, which they did, but ultimately failed. Can they bring it back? I think so. Yeah. Um, I just want because it's mostly based on hope. Go Unreal Engine Five if deliver the beautiful Halo Infinite should be Halo game should be the best looking one of the best looking Xbox games. Should be the best playing one, content complete, just like its predecessors, and with an yeah. incredible story. You're like, why does Halo have to do all these other things? Other games don't need to do that because it's Halo. Halo One did it. Halo Two did it. Halo Three did it. There's no reason why. Even Halo, Halo Infinite was more ambitious than most games 
that we get with with the multiplayer component. It's got a big open world um, campaign. Like it's it's, it's a big bad. ask, but you're a big studio; bad. they deserve it. Yeah, I think we're going to see some change. Let me get this question that I think I want you right. to answer. Good old Collingwood with the Australian Five says, "What if they delay Starfield to the second half of 2023 for recency bias for the Game Awards?" Gaz, what do you think? You want me to read right, it again? Right. Someone's asking what? how many hours I've had in Halo. I've oh, had many. Oh. I don't know how many you want. I haven't played it recently. Why, why should I go back to a game whose netcode's not even that good? Sorry, what was the question? I mean, you've played multiplayer more than I have, but I've beaten the campaign. I've played quite a bit. I've I must got all the achievements. Uh, I beat the campaign twice on Heroic. So I was the once... first to, like, as soon as the game came out, completed on Legendary straight away. Normally, I'll do Legendary in co-op. Now that co-op is out, no, no one really wants you know to what, play. You know what, guys? Guys, let's like, yeah. do that. Let's, sometime this month, you and I need to sit down and do several sessions of campaign co-op together on Legendary. I have yet to do it. I haven't had anybody who has been able to do that. Let's, let's sit down and do a couple of sessions, and then we'll circle back and tell you guys how we feel about Halo and its current status for the, mm-hmm. uh, the single player. Here's a, a super that I want you to answer. Good old Collingwood says... What if they delayed Starfield to the second half of 2023 for recency bias for the Game Awards? They, uh, ha- what if they start a what for? What if? <laughs> sorry, it's like, yeah, sorry. Apologies. Good old Collingwood's asking, what if, what if they, what if they delay Starfield on purpose so it's in the second half of 2023, so the Game Awards it has a better chance of winning the Game Awards? Why'd you repeat that, Super Chat? That's silly. <laughs> no chance. No chance. Giving I mean, what giving one? importance to the game awards in the wrong way. Game import the awards is important for other things, the opti- optics in terms of massive audience and revealing new things. Other than that, the, do you think the game awards that important that you delay a game for recency bias for a reward that Jeff Keighley will give to X PlayStation anyway? <laughs> Come on, bruh. Yes. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Jeff, no Keely. good old Collingwood. I know you love PlayStation. <laughs> Don't even lie. He does. Don't he even does lie. love PlayStation. Um, good old Collingwood. Yeah. Elden Ring won, and it was an April release, if I remember right. Yeah. So mm. it it beat out oh, yeah. recency bias. Uh, it beat out God of War Ragnarok, which was released like a day before the awards show went up. And now I'm just kidding. Snow Dragon, with thank you so much for the Canadian five dollars. Says, do you think? Well, I'm going to pretend his voice. Do you think the game dev is now too risky at six to seven years to make hundreds and millions of dollars to risk a game engine that fails? Unreal is safer. I'm Snow Dragon, and I've spoken. Snow Dragon or Spoke Dragon, sorry. Yeah, you're right. Do you think game dev is now too risky? I think... That's a good question, Snow. Uh, Snow. I think what it does do, or what Unreal Engine seems to my uninitiated mind, appears to do is break the barrier down in a time where there's a lot of spiraling dev cost, uh, a homo- uh, you know, a homogenized dev environment with uh, with a massive repository of shared information and familiarity with Unreal Engine Five will be massively enticing for developers uh, to and a massive repository of resources and assets developed and shared will be a massive reason for developers to adopt it. It will help reduce the dev time of games, the cost of games as well, and the complexity of 
dealing with game engines at a time like this. It's the reason why CD Projekt Red are going, when their whole game slate is relying on Unreal Engine 5. That's absolutely why they're doing it. Um, so yeah, no, I think it will. Uh, game dev is risky um, to build your own engine. And if we're talking about out of this, but to answer your question, if 343 completely forsake a slip space engine, that is a shocker. That is them. And I don't think anyone can deny it. that's them holding their hands up and saying, we failed with the engine. They remember mm -hmm. they marketed this. It's a big thing. Halo going to Unreal Engine. Someone in the chat earlier mentioned that would be terrible for multiplayer. There are questions there. I don't know if it would be. I don't know why it would be. There are questions of maintaining the Halo spirit in Unreal Engine. It's weird. Can they do it? I don't think. I don't know. But generally, I'm excited for it to move to Unreal Engine just because of the notion of change. But yes, definitely, there is uh, a push for Unreal Engine to save cost and time. Yeah, Mike uh, yeah. in the chat says, what is Gaz talking about? That is already the current situation, but the problem is Unreal Engine is not going to be the best choice for every studio and game. Uh, no, I'm Unreal not, Engine is not the fix-all, but when you have a bunch of people in your studio that are really good with the engine, it might be kind of mm -hmm. nice if you can... Look, slip space isn't working. We keep running into these problems. We wouldn't have these problems if we were using Unreal. I don't know if that conversation happens, but um, like I said, if you've got experts that can do things twice as fast and unreal it might be the way to go and i think they took a gamble on i don't know why 343 like has the most money there's no reason for them to save money by using an in-house engine or a proprietary engine but maybe there's things that slip space does that unreal can't well, we don't know this I, stuff well, yet well slip space failed because look at the 2018 tech demo look at what we finally got they're worlds apart. I'm sorry, but if you look at the art style, they look the same. They're worlds apart. What they showed in 2018 and what Halo Infinite looks like. Three didn't make that 2018 trailer. They didn't. Or 2019. Yeah, I think it was 2019. Yeah. I was at. I was there. Completely misled. They had completely some other misled. studio make it in the slip space engine. So the the pilot was really super detailed. I remember zooming in and screenshotting it because there was people like Crap Gamer. Uh, at that time, he was yeah. not happy with Xbox. And he was like, look at how crappy this pilot looks. And look how PlayStation games look. I'm like, this pilot looks pretty good. Like, it doesn't blow your mind. And I was trying to, like, figure out how, is this really that good looking? And then to come to find out, that wasn't even what they, they were. They basically had to model the pilot Master Chief based off of those conceptual creations from a third-party studio. So, I don't yeah. know. Uh, uh, pushing polygons asked, why don't they make uh, more limited scope games? Sometimes it's more important to... Uh, double to get on base than a home run absolutely with halo though you don't get the luxury i was gonna doubles yeah and i was gonna run. ask you that question gaz do you think that developers and uh, and marketers are they feel obligated to overblow and just push the envelope in every direction at the cost of a really great game kind of rhetorical uh i mean don't they try to do too much sometimes and then in the in the end like story uh, might might lose out yeah. or i mean scoping is really hard scope creep is a thing it happens all the time the days gone dev john garvin always claims that you know you need to devote x number of times uh hours in the game and then the game becomes what it's supposed to be really sure. fun i'm like mm, they've scoped it wrong so yeah i mean there's a multitude of reasons game dev is i'm not saying it's easy but scoping the game and a bit more it's very dynamic game development you know, what you thought was 
you start building something and the, the cohesion is lost or try to rein it in. You know, there's, it's so dynamic. So um, I don't have hate in my heart for E343. It's turned into hate with so much hope. One of well, the I mean, most hardcore Halo fans there and it's turned into... Well, they blocked me, but I think it's maybe because I was, like, celebrating uh, something I said to John Jr. It wasn't even that bad, but John's a bit, uh, you know, precious I about mean, they, these things. They, 343 and, the, and leadership and the, and the people and the PR team have been, had been backed up against the wall for so long. I would hate to be in their position, but... Um, well, Hargeek with the $10 says, UE allows them to get help from outside 343. Absolutely. And our oh, engine yeah. has plenty of in-house Xbox and external developers. Would be interesting to look at id Tech, COD Engine, especially once the ABK deal is done as well, the COD Engine. Absolutely. id Tech, love, absolutely. I would love the next Halo to be an id Tech. I would... I don't even I know love, if it would work. Wouldn't you love it, though? I'd love it! I would love id to make take on... I would, I'd like someone else to take on um, Halo. No, Zucker in the chat uh, says, I love it. I love it. Um, not 343. In my opinion, they failed with the franchise. They had mixed successes. Fine. Let them do something else. I know they're called 343. Maybe an offshoot of Halo or something else. Let's try like a, like a mobile base. Like John Carmack is free now. John Carmack came back from off Quake fame and Doom fame. He's left Oculus. And he all talked about revisiting it. Give it to them. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I, mean, I don't want to be point, too negative on chat about Halo. Look, no, no, no. I, I was going to say, own. at this yeah. point, they've gone down so far. Like, As far as what the future is for Halo, especially with certain affinity working on the next big thing, uh, I actually expect really good things. And the people that are still playing Halo every week, like Hargeet and his group of friends, they play on Friday nights. Like, Custom they're pretty games. happy. They're pretty happy. That Hargeet says... Colton Gaz, I'm game. Let's play the Halo campaign co-op. I've already finished it several times with Legendary and Mythic. Dang. Um, we Huggy, I'll do it with you because I need to 100% the game. I've got like 900 or something achievements, so I just need a few. The the co-op um, achievements, I don't give a shit about achievements, but I want 100% Halo. So they're, they're weird. Yeah. They're like you have to complete a boss within 30 seconds or some shit. We'll like do that. it. What so, yeah, Huggy and I will do no. is we will spam your phone and wake you up in the morning uh, so you can play mm. with us. Carlos Fontes uh, with the five dollars super. I, I might have said your name wrong, but Carlos, thank you so much. He says, "Random, but I believe we've gotten a Han Solo and Chewbacca Uncharted style Star Wars adventure game ever." I can't believe we've never gotten. I'm sorry, I read that wrong. I can't believe we've never gotten a Han Solo with Chewbacca Uncharted style Star Wars adventure game before. Can you imagine, Gaz? You play as Han Solo and Chewbacca's like next to you, <laughs> climbing mountains and shimmying between rocks and <laughs> i had a crazy idea random thought imagine fortnite plus lego plus survival game that would be pretty cool no i mean i don't really play yeah, the lego I games think... anymore but uh i think that would be cool i still want xbox to build a battle royale because no one will let me do it with with halo but build a battle royale where you can fortnite out all the xbox characters like you can buy doom guy you can buy bj blaskowitz you can buy um, banjo if you want. Let me do it. And you drop in and you just you grab your gear. Fortnite's so great. 3-Bit, thank you so much for the super. It feels like people forget the Halo MCC uses Unreal Engine for its menus. Could be a similar situation with Infinite. I didn't know that. Well, That's well, I don't know what that would... Uh, the menus? They use Unreal Engine for the menus, but the games are all built in their own engine, I guess. I don't know. But... Um, there's, there's a lot to be, look forward to, Gaz. I, and uh, I know 
we say this stuff about Halo, but I think there's good things coming. But I can't wait to hear more. I think, okay, let me end it with this. Today's Monday. Keep an ear Tuesday. out for Tuesday of next week. <laughs> Stand by! No, I, I talked I talk to somebody like, it's, it's been long overdue what? for Xbox to speak up. So, about something. So, I'm going to keep my ears peeled. I'm going to be ready first thing in the morning to l- l- turn over and l- grab my phone and say, did Gaz text me? Nope. And see if there's any Xbox news. So keep an eye out. What would that be? The uh, <laughs> next Tuesday? The 9th of January. Know. or the, No, the 10th of January. We could hear about that long-awaited PlayStation Showcase. Next Tuesday. Okay. All right. <laughs> no, I don't know. no, but we will hear some news coming uh, next Tuesday. So anyway, uh, Gaz... Thank you so much for being here. I, and you need to get to bed. And I've had a really great time. We had over 1,200 people th- checking out the show, over 1,000 now. Um, you're, tell people about your sauce video. Give just a little te- little tease what's going on and what's coming up this next week. Uh, oh, thank you, everyone in chat. Um, thanks for all the X-Bots who came at me. Um, people thought I was just going to recede away and say, uh. <laughs> no, I got ears peeled. <laughs> ears peeled. Yeah, I'm going to go sorry, ahead no. first. In. Sorry, the source is coming for Xbox, not ex- true Xbox fans, not those who have the heart and the conviction and, and the drive to want Xbox to do well. This is directed at those that will just mindlessly cap just to not look good, bad in the console war. Um, so that's coming. It's been quite ambitious in some things. Very X-rated. Don't watch it if you're with family. There's some crazy themes in it, but it's very creative. Hopefully you'll enjoy it. So please check it out the channel, Game On Daily, one word. Dank content and putting more content to cover more games as well. So people were like, guys, why don't you do reviews? I'm like, do you really care what I think? Well, fine, I'll do it. But let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> this is the year. This is the year. I'm going to be positive, but conservative in my estimates i genuinely think 2023 is gonna be the it has to be the year and i think it will be the year based on all these crazy games that you listed out Cole. i'm genuinely excited i know you're excited and party chat when you guys are like eh! and then i'm like eh! because i know the whole of last year like uh this time 2023 <laughs> i love your description of our year. party chat <laughs> yeah i mean there's what what i said hype. 20 the games hype 20 games and i'm like excited for every one of them but like three or four yeah i mean that's amazing that's amazing it's amazing it doesn't even game pass amazing atomic heart amazing and then you gotta get so many dead games it doesn't even count like jedi survivor suicide squad dead island 2 uh tears of the kingdom uh minecraft whale blubber no it's gonna be it's gonna be really good in fact i think i might be working i've been kind of shopping up a fable uh, video updating what's going on and some of the information and there's just a lot i've been playing the game and grabbing footage looking for, i'm just like super excited because i've been talking about the games like the past six months or actually the past yeah. year talking about what the studios are doing the games not so much about the tech like it's been really really fun and yeah thanks for everybody who, who've been here gaz thanks so much for staying up late and risking your health and safety um <laughs> i really appreciate it bro and shout out to Thank the you, chat um shout out to chat. hit hit oh, like if you yeah. think xbox is gonna kill it this year hit the like button if you don't hit the like button xbox will have a terrible year um it is all you, about that superstitiousness um yeah. we have a really great guest 
slated for next week. Uh, that was supposed to be here this week, but had to make some changes. I know who it is. So um, oh, yeah. I may, if everything goes to plan, um, if you're in the U.S., I may be doing the show uh, in the early to late afternoon, depending on where you are in the U.S. So Why would they do that? You figure if, it out. It's obvious. <laughs> if you're Gaz, you, Gaz will be here at like 9 or 10 p.m. instead of 1 a.m. So um, I yeah. will work out those details uh, and then let you guys know. But, yeah, it's going to be... Ah, man, it's just a great community. Uh, Sean the Breeze is going to close us out by saying, Xbox will murder. We're getting out of here, guys. Thanks so much. We had a great time. Uh, please follow Gaz. Uh, his link's in there. Subscribe to the channel. Sign up for Go Game On Daily. It's free. And all those other shill things that we say. And then, as we always say, Gaz... Yes.